maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe to in Japan, like Sakurai's just a normal kid. Like, oh, what's up, Sakura? You wanna play yeah. baseball? Boo! <laughs> <laughs> what's that noise? I can't make this. <laughs> you can't. It's not. It's not meant for human throats. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the sound of my people? <laughs> <laughs> I pitched squeak. <laughs> Happy New Year to ya. Hey everybody and mm. welcome to the year of 2023 with your boys. We're in a whole new era, a whole new generation. It's the boys Super Agile Bros. We in the building. We're in we're in a new, just a new everything. Everything feels so fresh. You know, uh, my bills, you don't gotta pay them no more. I, I don't know no if y'all more. heard I don't know if y'all heard about that bill, that bill that just passed, funny enough, that you don't have to pay your bills. So that's all. That's all on. Don't even worry about it. You all will. on Elon. All on Elon. That's what it's called. The bill. All on Elon. Um, <laughs> it has a certain, you know, like a, a rhythm to it. You know, yeah. it just feels right for twenty. You know, you know, like all them billions. You know what they're being used for. He good for it. So of course you can hear the first time for the year of twenty twenty three, the brothers themselves. We have our brother Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing this uh, Happy new year? New year. It's happened, New Year. Man, I'm feeling good today. It's uh, I'm glad to, to be on this side of 2023. Cool. You know. Why? What happened? 2022 happened. Mm. Then 20- so now here I am. Such a, better, such a better year already, you know? Like, just already. So far, so good. So far, so, so, far good. so good. And, of course, you heard the other brother himself, Brother Steve. Happy New Year to you. How you doing? Have so? you ever stopped to think about how Pokemon only has four consonants in it? Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> like if, you, if you strip out all the vowels, it's just four letters. I don't know why. That just struck me. I mean, I feel like a lot of words are like that. And yeah. It perfectly abbreviates itself. Like if that's you, that's like, what I'm getting at. Have you ever thought Thank about you, the Kyle. word word? It has three consonants in it. Now, that's impressive. <laughs> Yeah. No, um, no but ratio. Kyle said it. Kyle said it. It like perfectly abbreviates itself. You just take out the vowels. A lot of words can do that, but there's also a lot of words that you'd be surprised you take out the vowels and it still looks like a mess. Like there's extra yeah. consonants and stuff. But this is perfect. I mean, you may be surprised to find that a lot of Japanese names kind of fall within that too when they, you know, if they, because a lot of how they, they their words are made it's like consonant vowel consonant vowel consonant vowel so you know mm. ha he ho ti ta ti to kakiko you know so just just so happens to be the structure of japanese words <laughs> i'm doing good man uh 2023 does not feel fresh it is exactly the same everything is the same um it's raining like it Ooh. always does yeah, not here. Yeah. Not here. Got to pay the same bills, or don't pay them. I guess if you're Brad. Yeah, it's on Elon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's on Twitter. So, so you know, all of y'all are listening to this podcast. Like, man, you know, these fellas, these brothers, they're hyped today. It's you know why? It's because we had like a mini podcast prior to this podcast. Like, we were talking about all kind of interesting things offline, 
None of which you'll ever hear you'll about. You'll ever hear. Like that's mm-hmm. Patreons only. <laughs> Patreon <laughs> only. You know what I'm saying? Gotta use I hate them. that. Well, I don't hate it, but I get it. <laughs> I mean, when it's, people do, it's like, important Patreon. if you're a creator to get your money directly. You gotta yeah. do it from your people. No, no. I love Patreon. I was just saying, like, I always hate when I feel like I'm missing out because I'm not on the Patreon. Ah, but I got you. I, it's a personal thing. I totally, I don't hold it against anybody. Ah, I mean, you don't yeah. have to miss out. And, then, and that's the, true i could pay what a dollar or m- more depends on right like it's different yeah. tiers or something i've I've never really mm-hmm. looked into it but you've never patroned i've never patroned and anyway, it's always funny because you're right that like anytime it's something really interesting they're like if you want to hear the rest of the story about how i managed to save the world check out my patreon Thanks to all my Patreon supporters because you're better than every other viewer. <laughs> Here's a list of their names. Right here. <laughs> also, I have my birth certificate for my Patreon follow. It's like, they're like, golly, you know. But you know. The last four digits of my social security are on Patreon. <laughs> you know, Five like, dollar tier. We're not asking for people to subscribe to your Patreon. We do expect you to tip us, tip us oh. in Elon Bucks. Those Elon bucks, <laughs> e-bucks. Yeah, we want it. We need to be E-bucks. Twitter verified, but we don't E-bucks. have the cash. Yeah, or or you could purchase our NFTs. That's even better mm. way to support us. That's right. <laughs> Super agile <laughs> NFTs. Oh, oh, we really scamming. Better our, be careful, or they'll get away from you. We're really scamming our people at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, e-bucks and NFTs. So, so I had this great idea. I was talking with oh. Logan Paul. No, mm, continue. great continue. start. Uh, about a project, the rest. Continue. a project for our listeners. No, please continue. <laughs> we've we've dillied and dallied Steve enough. Has Steve's a, gonna fight Logan Paul. What we don't know is Steve has a friend <laughs> named Logan Paul. He's like, I was talking to Logan Paul. I was talking to Denzel Washington. Oh, Denzel Washington, <laughs> he lived down the street. You know, <laughs> Denzel. Denzel. You know, his, no, no, no. His middle name is Washington. I just <laughs> call him by his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, I was watching. Hey, shout out to some random person posting this. That Denzel's name. That's not a shout out. Efficient shout out. <laughs> this way, it's a whisper. This way, they can't, you know, get at me. You know, that's what this I do. Shout get any credit into either. the pillow. <laughs> shout out to the people who made this while I <laughs> while I scam everybody. So, um, somebody straight sh- into the void shared a uh, a video of Denzel Washington on some talk show. And the host or whatever was like, wait, is your name not Denzel? And they were like, he was like, no, no, my name is Denzel. Like, mm. <laughs> and he's like, what happened was my dad's name is Denzel. So my name is Denzel. And every time my mom would call one of us, she'd go Denzel. And we both respond. So she just started mm. calling me Denzel. So that's why his name is Denzel Washington. That sounds 100% made up. <laughs> No, as 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 someone who shares a name, I definitely got like a a, a different version of my name as a child, so I would not be confused. Stave, Stave. Well, no, they call me Stevie. 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 Oh, I refuse to call you Ooh. anything else now. Ooh. I mean, feel free. I, I don't feel really like glasses, Stevie. Stevie is like <laughs> glasses, Stevie. <laughs> like Stevie is like Buckaroo. Or something like that. <laughs> well, I was a child, so hey you know, there, it was Buckaroo. appropriate. Hey there, Stevie boy. <laughs> Stevie boy. <laughs> what you getting into, Stevie? What you getting in there, Stevie? <laughs> I heard of girls named Stevie, and I was like, I was indignant. I'm like, that's a boy's name. Ooh. But it's not. Stevia? It's, it's, like the, the... No, girls named Stevie. Oh, oh Stevie. Stevie. 
Steven. Ah, hey, man, there's a lot of unisex names out there. You know? Yeah, I just think it's a unisex Like name. Sam. Taylor. Shout out to all the Taylors out there. Well, Sam is like short for Samantha. Or Samuel. So, or Samuel. Or Samuel. So it's two different names that shorten to the same name. Yeah. But I guess Steven and Steve and Stephanie. P-H-P-H. Stephanie P-H-P-H. Just, does Stephanie shorten to, to Stevie? Steph, Steph, Steve, Steve. Steve. I guess yeah. Steve. I guess that's close. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I've known some Stephens. I stand correct. Oh, don't talk to me about Stephens. Stephens. I'm so tired of that. I know Stephen. No one ever mispronounced my name until Stephen Curry got popular, and now got everyone's him. like, "Oh, Stephen," and I'm like, "No, you didn't say this." <laughs> decades it's Steve. Where are you at? Wait, is it? I guess it is spelled Stephen, like Stephen. Yeah. But yeah, he spells his name the same as me. It's yeah, just because the Stefan I know had an A, not an E. So that, that's a, is that not just Stefan? No, he was Stefan. With a mm. PH or an F? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a PH. Yeah, oh, yeah. Stefan with an A at the end. P H A N. I believe so. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. We should just okay. start not, pronouncing not, the. Now P. you got me questioning. I gotta go look, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It might be an F. Now you got me really messed up. So wait, does Denzel Washington not have a middle name that they could have used? Or like oh. Junior? Th- junior. Junior would have worked. Junior's not great. Like I feel like their alternative, they chose the hardest path. Well, maybe maybe the his other brother was named Denzel as well, and he was Denzel. <laughs> so they had a George Foreman thing going. Like a George, yeah. George? George? George Hill? You know. Georgina, <laughs> Georgina, George the first, uh, George the second, George the third. Georgette had to live with their mistakes. I mean, you you had can't sleep in that bed. I can't even be mad at George Foreman because I'm pretty confident that is a consequence of CTE. Like, you, there's no way that that's like a thing that anybody else has ever done. Like, name all their children their name in their generation, the same generation. You know what I'm saying? Like that seems. But like multiple a, parties had to allow him to do this. Yeah, there were no checks and balances in place. I mean, here. he got a lot of money. You just go, yes, yes, sir, George. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever you want, George. However you want it, George. Oh, you want you want this family, one to be lowercase g, not his George. Doctor. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if okay, say say he's the bread maker. I'm not. I don't know anything about his family, right? Okay. Maybe his wife has a concession saying, "Hey, if you allow me to be a stay-at-home mom, I'll let you name the kids." She didn't realize what she was getting herself into. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> you know? And now she's like, man, I should have got a job. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> you know, and she's like, well, I didn't think you were going to do that. And, like, his voice deepens and the room goes dark. <laughs> By the law when, that you agreed to when we were together. <laughs> By the law of surprise. <laughs> you shall be held. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, in that situation, there's a lot of nicknames for George. You could do Georgie. You could do G. G? You, could do, you sure could. You know, that's three. Lil that's G. Little G. Junior. Big G. You know. Maybe G Junior. The third. Uh, I feel mm. like the third's a terrible. You know. The third. Well, can you do that if both of your sons. Because he wouldn't be a. Are you still a third? If you're no. technically you're a second a junior? You're, 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 you're a George George Jr. once removed. George Jr. Mm. Jr. How are you once removed? You're in the same sibling. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's like instead of down the, the line of descendants, it's across the line of siblings. Oh it would be even funnier if their name was, it was George Jr., George Jr. Jr., 
<laughs> junior, junior, junior. Like, I would be like, we gotta stop. <laughs> we have the technology. Senior, this senior. has gone far enough, George. Senior, senior. Speaking junior. of things going far senior. enough, it is raining really hard. My power could go out at any moment. We gotta get this show on the road. We've gotta call George Foreman. Hey, okay, we'll get the show on the road, but let's shout out Kim Possible for the best character Kim naming Senior, Senior, and Senior, Senior, Junior. Was like the yes. best best names. Why was he uh, so buff? <laughs> he was super swole. He's super swole. Uh, there's a UFC fighter named Paulo Costa who looks just like senior, <laughs> senior, junior. Uh, whatever. But anyway, you know what? Steve is right. I'm sorry. Stevie is right. Stevie. Stevie is right. Glasses Stevie. Stevie. Don't you must. <laughs> Glasses Stevie is right. We should go ahead and start this episode. So to bring it to the new year, bring in the new year. You know, we're all thinking about time. We're all thinking about, you know, a fresh start. What's new? What's great? What can we do that's different than the year before? Let's talk about what's already been great and has been great for... <laughs> Let's go against all of that. Go against all of yeah. that. Let's go in a different direction. What's been great, been great for a long long time, year to year, decade, maybe decades for some. Maybe. Um, maybe. So in this episode of the show, we want to talk about games that have basically stand at the test of time and it won't um, go away series series right series yeah game series that have stand yeah. the test of time so not an individual game but a series subsequent of subsequent games, games yes. that have yes. returned to if us if they're spin-offs or whatever they're within the same series uh yeah so we're going to just talk about a few of our favorites some of our least favorites some that exist and just kind of go dig into it and just chat so You'll be in here for the ride. We'd love if you're listening to this episode. If there's a particular series that we don't talk about, please drop it in the comments. Tell us about those series that you feel like deserve to mention on this episode. We'd love to hear about it. But we're going to get this party started. So we're going to go round robin and each person's going to just share a series that they, you know, think of uh, that they like to talk about. And we'll just chat and then go around. So uh, anybody want to start? Um, glasses, Stevie? <laughs> I'm laughing because... The rain just picked up so hard, and I'm watching like the spikes in audacity. Oh, yeah. You're gonna have audio. a heck of a time Ooh. cleaning up my audio later. I believe um, in freeware. <laughs> hey, um, all right. So a long fall. running game series, and you just want my favorite, or what? What, what, what was do, it? However you want to do it, man. You know, it's a new year, new you. I, I didn't make a top five. I didn't even. I, yeah. I didn't. I'm just gonna go with my. Spirit. I have a I have a list in front of me. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look at it. Um, you know, I I will start with um, immediately an, ob- an obvious one. An obvious one. I'm gonna start with Super Smash Bros. Whoa, what's going on? Why are you guys laughing at me? <laughs> we were waiting for your power just to go out. Uh, just like uh, hmm, I'm still here. Think, he's gone. Um, <laughs> we lost him. So sorry, you said uh, Zelda. I, I'm going with Super Smash Bros. You said Zelda? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so with Zelda, <laughs> I think what... <laughs> I guess we could just talk mean? about like what we think has happened and has like made wait, wait, wait. the games... So, so uh, yes, I was going to say the same thing. You might have the story. I was going to say, what makes a game stand a series stand the test of time? Okay. There we go. Yes, go for it. All right. Okay. Is Glass. that what we're doing? Yeah, go for it, Glasses Stevie. Am I, do- am I doing Zelda or am I doing Smash Bros? You can do Smash Bros, but tell us. Choose. What, we'll go around real quick what we think makes a series last the test of time. All right, all right. And then you'll, you'll cool. talk about it. 
do your thing, Glasses Stevie. Oh, so before I talk about, okay. I think what makes a series stand the test of time is maintaining the things that made it popular to begin with. So like that might not always be what the developers had in mind. There might be something about a game that kind of like emerges as people play it and as it gets consumed by the culture but you know there might be there's like a couple usually a couple elements that stand out to people like this is what really makes the game you know zip and zing and this is what we like about it but you can't just do the same game you really have to well that's not true some people do do the same game but ideally there would be some sort of iteration or improvement or maybe sometimes it's like a wild direction change but you have to do all of it with the same level of care and love as the original game, if not more. Hmm. You have to do it with, I guess, with some respect to the, um, predecessors to, to the to the predecessors and to the fans who like those predecessors. Um, you know, so there needs to be, I guess, a little bit of fan service to some extent, hmm. and ideally. You know, it'll end, I think. Games should end at some point where it's like, where it's like, you know, well, let me rephrase that. You know, some games have a story and the story needs to end. I guess games that don't have strong stories don't necessarily need uh, to have like a a set ending. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the ones that are story based probably should just let let things go after a while. Unless they jump the shark. Jump the shark. So, so let me, I want to go, I want to follow up on what you just said, Steve, and just share mine, because as you're sharing, I agree with most everything you said, but then as you were speaking, I was, so uh, Steve kind of mentioned this right before the show, maybe not right before, earlier today, we were like, wrote a list of long-standing series, game series, so there's a whole bunch, and as I was just kind of glancing through the list, like, you mentioned a game series that like that has that makes multiple games over the years da 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 and i saw like what came to my mind was like a game like half-life where they don't have yeah. a ton of games but the series itself extends beyond the time that it existed and and there's still like a like a strong fervor for the next one in the series if it never yeah. comes that's fine but I feel like a game that stands the test of time, that's a long standing series. Sometimes it's not even about how many iterations, but it's just about how long it can stay in the the zeitgeist, per se. Yeah. You know, sure, yeah. How long relevant it can stay in our media? Yeah, like relevant to us as gamers. So, um, so yeah, I agree with pretty much everything else you say. But I just was thinking, like, oh yeah. In addition, like, it's even beyond just simply, oh, we've have like fifty titles. It's just how strong are those titles and do people keep going back to them and clamoring for more in the future? Yeah. Okay. So even if it doesn't even, so I did mention half-life. I don't know exactly what I intended when I, when I thought of it, when I put it on the list, but I was thinking like, yes, this is a series that practically is probably over, but also people are begging for it. So it's, it's what I would say as a longstanding series and that it's still like somewhat popular, and if they were if they were to release a new one, it would be ultra hype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though there hasn't been a new Half Life game in 
I don't know, ten years or something. Yeah, like if a they could line. get the the most anticipated award that they had at one of the game awards, <laughs> they would they would definitely get that one. Because yeah, how long yeah. ago did Alex come out? Like three, two or three. Oh, years I forgot VR about one? Alex. Yeah, yeah Alex I guess, made I, by I guess that kind of counts. Yeah, Alex is a. It's a. I guess you could ba- you could basically call it uh, a sequel or a prequel to Half Life Two. For some reason, I Half-Life thought Alex was made half. by somebody else, and then they just uh, absorbed it. No, no, it's uh, from the it's ground up game. by uh, by Valve. Yeah. Okay, well, I must be Tried thinking. Of, I must be thinking of something else. There was uh, so Hunt Down the Freeman was another like oh, sequel, pre sequel. I don't know what it was. That's that one was made by one. somebody else and was terrible. You're probably <laughs> thinking of Black Mesa, Brad. Mm. Is that That's one? a remake of Half Life that was made by someone else okay. with Valve's maybe blessing. That's, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And that's actually like a triple A quality game. Interesting. Huh. Faithful. Okay. So, Kyle, did you have Very anything faithful. to add to what Steve and I had thrown out there? Yeah, so I, th- I think the point about, I guess, the iterations and the sequels not really being what define the staying power of a series is a really interesting idea because on the list that we made there are some that have you know in half-life being a perfect example of this maybe four games four or five games that were created over decades as well as sitting right next to games like call of duty Mm -hmm. that have a new game pretty much every year so just for those to be on the same list i think is a really interesting idea too yeah, because I mean, you know, what really, what really, at the end of the day, even dictates, you know, because the sequels don't necessarily mean that the game is, I guess, good, because <laughs> some bad games have gotten sequels, while really good games I know have just died either because I'm, I don't know they only had a one off in the tank or not every game needs a sequel. That's true. Yeah, that too. And and then it goes into this concept of what is what is even denote a good game. Because some games don't appeal to us as gamers, but appeal to a very specific niche audience. Like, for example, a farm simulator or um, a trucking simulator or, you know, whatever uh, simulator games, you know, the ones mm-hmm. where you just literally drive a truck across Europe or something like that. Like, yeah, those games have like 20 iterations and they've been going on for decades every you know, year, you know, yeah. and. And I think that that also is just like, do you support your fan base and does your fan base support you? Because it's hard to, for me to ex- assume that a game would have any type of sequel, iteration, spinoffs if people aren't paying money for them, right? Right. To support. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to me. I don't get it, right? But I, some people are really into it. These games like Madden or FIFA were like... It's just a new coat of paint on the same on basically the same game. Maybe they upgrade the graphics or something, but like soccer hasn't changed. You know, the players change. I yeah, think. the players change, but you could do that with an update to the you know a cloud update. I agree, and they've done that. But but at the same time, your fans want a new game, so you give them a new game. Yeah. I guess I, I think the experience of buying a new game plays a big part of it. Like this is the 2023 version. You know, like even even if the players were exactly the same from the 2020 versions and the graphics, I think I think it's really like a, a internal thing, like a marketing thing at that point. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I think one. Of, I mean, it's it's actually not on our list, but like Fortnite is a long-standing game, right? And it's one of maybe the very few games that I've ever seen do it, where it's essentially the same game. Like, if if they had a disc, which they do, you can buy the disc at Walmart for Fortnite for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, you would down, you'd put it in, you just download the a whole new game, right? Like that that source code might some of the stuff probably still exists. But updates over the year. I guess Madden is just maybe more financially beneficial. Oh. You know? And they support it. You know what you got me thinking? You got me thinking it might actually be like a legacy thing. Because before, the new games would also come with a new console generation. So you couldn't play the old version necessarily. And so, like, yeah, with your NBA 2Ks, your Maddens, and your FIFAs. It's like if you wanted the newest version, that means you also have the newest console. Because it's also a flex if you can buy the new one. Well, sure, but like that's only when a new console comes out. There's a new game every year. But every but but that's that's very important. The new game every year because every year is a brand brand new roster, and who's a good team, who's a bad team, who's a good player, who's a bad player changes dramatically. And up until I mean a few maybe a decade ago. Like, not even a deck. I don't even think it's been that long that DLC has existed. Like, you couldn't get the new players. I think it's been a decade. But you're right. There mm-hmm. was a time when FIFA wouldn't be able to update. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I don't even think it's been a deck. Because 2010, well, 12, uh, maybe DLC was just, yeah. yeah 2013. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 2013. Ugh, we're in a new year. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let, let's talk. Let's talk about some games. I mean, we're already talking about them. We can come back around to these meet Maddens and Fifas later. But Steve, you're talking Super Smash Bros. Bros. Yeah. So that's a game that has definitely, or a series that's definitely had its ups and downs. Um, you know, it started on the 64. It was a breath of fresh air, and then it came out on GameCube, and that felt like a. Uh, a revelation like it was mm-hmm. such a huge step up from the 64 and then on the and then brawl was terrible on the Oopsie. Well, as a child i liked brawl but you know looking back on it <laughs> it feels so bad as a babe it feels so ugly um but it does have that real nice single player mode you know and then so what is it i think the only major problem with the wii u game was that it was on the Wii U. On the Wii U. It was on the Wii U was the worst part, yeah. yeah. Um, plus, I think the balancing was more obviously bad, but that's only because like online gaming was becoming a bigger thing. Mm. Like the melee melee is really terribly balanced. Yes. But everyone still loves it even now. Whereas everyone hated it as soon hated the Wii U game as soon as Bayonetta became overpowered. Mm. You know, it's interesting because I was going to say, like, for Smash, like, it's interesting. How, how many how many games have, like, a really old version? I guess Street Fighter. I guess fighter games might be the... Fighter games are... Kind of an exception. legacies. Exception, yeah. yeah but, like, yeah, Smash... The, the sports games have really old versions, too. You know, but Melee, to this day, is still, like, played heavily, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and it's so old. And... I mean, I, like you said, I think the Wii U version's only detriment that it was on the Wii U and maybe maybe one or two characters were overpowered. But to be honest, I used to play uh, the Wii U version and I played at a tournament that actually, shout out to Dynamic, me and him hosted together. 
Um, hey. And I actually like really enjoyed the Wii U version. Like, I think as far as like purely like just having a good time, that's one of my favorites. Like, of they course, improved yeah. on Brawl significantly. Significantly, yeah. and it's know. it's really close mechanically to Ultimate mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 yeah I think but I think that's what I've heard. It's very very close. I honestly, it feel, honestly from what I understand, Ultimate feels like a cross between the Wii U game and Melee. Yeah. Yeah. I think four, which does I guess does it have even a subtitle or whatever? It's called Smash for Wii U and Smash oh. for 3DS. Fire yeah. everybody. Like every <laughs> person. If there's Fire any everybody. of those people left, it, they should have like had to do like a hundred push ups. <laughs> well, Sakurai, you're gonna make Sakurai do a hundred push. I feel like Sakurai was pinned. Like he had no choice. Like I'm talking about the people who said we're gonna call it for Wii U. I feel like Sakurai did not ha- no. have any control over that. Like he was. He's not better person, than that. You know, he really is. He truly is. You know. Have you been watching his dev vlogs on on YouTube? I saw a couple of them. Yeah. There's, there's some hot takes in there, man. <laughs> I mean, you have to be a, a spicy boy to have to make to to be to be Sakurai, like to be yeah. a person who would demo Super Smash Brothers by himself, playing two controllers at the same time to show. Like, you have to be something extra. You know what I'm saying? Like Sakurai built different. He can I just say that I love that no other industry has no other like no. company. Has a Sakurai. He's a treasure. Hmm. Maybe like, I can't Kojima. Think of, I, but Kojima doesn't play Death Stranding and like make little jokes and quips. No. And you know, I, I, I mean, he just hmm. he's also a treasure. Ko- he's also very good in his own Kojima's way. Kojima's the type to wear a full mech suit in the crowd and then like come out the mech suit. Like he's super extra. You know what I'm saying? Like they're both very extra in their own spectrums they're on the spectrum Todd Howard tries <laughs> Todd Howard I guess uh I don't know his name the guy who developed um uh near oh, oh yeah he's an eccentric fellow he's eccentric he for sure he's 100 we talked I don't about think he has that power that and the power eccentricity that Koji Suda, Suda, no. Suda 50, 50 Suda 51 51 yeah he's also a character like yeah, uh, we need more American or at least Western like wild card character. That's the video game developers. I feel like that's the problem with Western game developers. Other than like maybe like Notch, who's well known, uh, Cliffy B at one point. Uh, shoot, man, uh, um, Toby Fox. Yeah, like, but they're all kind of straight. Li- I mean, they might be a little edgy and curse a little. Yeah, but they're not extra. <laughs> no, no, like. I feel like they're not weird. Yeah, I feel like Americans we kind of are more, uh, or maybe they're weird to the other countries. Maybe so. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe to in Japan, like Sakurai's just a normal kid. Like, oh, what's up, Sakurai? You want to play yeah. baseball? Boo! <laughs> 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 what's that noise? I can't make the. <laughs> you can't. It's not. It's not meant for human throats. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the sound of my people? <laughs> <laughs> I pitched squeal. <laughs> um, oh, I was gonna say this. You know, one thing that I think makes Smash Brothers um, a strong series 
is the missteps don't end the franchise. Like, yeah, that's uh, true. I think uh, Brawl was a misstep. It wasn't a yeah. terrible game. Like, I think it was a great game. I enjoyed playing it, especially in college. But it wasn't Melee, right? It wasn't even the Wii U or you know, uh, you know, Ultimate. I feel like it's it almost to me felt like a spinoff game. Like it was the next iteration, but I feel like I played it very differently. Like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't a game yeah. that you could. Like I, it took out a lot of the competitive elements, yes. which kind of alienated it from melee immediately. So that's the situation I'm talking about, where like they didn't res- they didn't necessarily respect who the fans were and what made the game popular. Yeah. Hmm. Because they really dug deep into like the party game aspect in Brawl. And Which is important too. You know, some of the fans. Yeah. I was I was about that party game life. Mm-hmm. But that's but they, what... they overcorrected. Yes. They overcorrected. But I think yeah. I, I actually think Sakurai was trying to punish the melee crowd. Because he specifically said while making Brawl that he wanted to make the game more accessible and he wanted to stop the not the toxic nature but the like he he made a mention of how like the community that is uh the fighting game community is too intense so he you know Mm. like he said that party game so it was definitely a shot across the bow at at the fighting game community and i don't know if he capitulated or just was like maybe this wasn't the best game but they got they went back to their roots which is nice yeah that's yeah. I think, like you guys said earlier, they met kind of like it was like a happy medium because it wasn't. It's still not as intense mm-hmm. as as melee. It feels like it gives you the room to be intense, but it also has, you know, uh, the hero <laughs> and, and Sora. Like, <laughs> the in there. Yeah, broken. Yeah, yeah. And there's oh. a lot of joy. And a lot of fighting games have this, but Smash Bros has always been a, a series that has so much joy and detail. And one thing about Smash Bros. as far as, I guess, it, it it's also been used as a vehicle to like reinvigorate older series Very and true. obscure characters. Other long-standing series. Like, even to the point to where it's like the seats in Ultimate were so deeply coveted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, a new game is coming out, so that character is must... They, they're they're going to be the next Smash character. Very because true. it'd be the best marketing that they could possibly do. Very true. 95% of the reason that I ever considered buying a Fire Emblem game. And and let me sa- tell you this. Fire Emblem is within my wheelhouse of games that I like. I'm a strategy game player, right? So, yeah. like, you would think Fire Emblem would be exciting to me. But for some reason, I never was interested in Fire Emblem. But once Melee came out and Roy and Marth were in there, like, I was like, huh, what is Fire Emblem? So, from that point on, I kept my eyes out for it, like a time to get one. I've only bought one Fire Emblem game, but I promise you, if it wasn't for Smash, that would they would have never got my money, you know? So Smash got me in a Metroid. Oh, really? I think nice. so. Samus. My first Metroid game was Metroid Prime 2, actually. And uh, I'm pretty sure I asked for it because I saw commercials and I was like, oh, that's Samus from, that, from Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. I like her. She's cool. You, at that time, you were probably saying him. No, I knew it was a girl. How did you know? I mean, it was so way past. I don't time. know. Word of, word of mouth. It'd been a decade, yeah. and also there was like zero suit. Uh, Samus had already been in a game. 
they had like uh, no, 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 no. Not no, not in was, melee, not melee. in a melee game, but in a game, like existed in oh, the, sure, the yeah. gaming world. So I think like I think I was completely unaware of Samus until yeah. Smash sixty four. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, S- Smash is what introduced me to Samus. Yeah, but I'm saying, how did you how did you immediately know that Samus was a female from? Oh, Smash I didn't 4? immediately know, but as I played and as we talked, as I got more interested in the characters, someone at some point let me know. Oh, that's Samus Aran, not Samus Aran, like I used to think. Mm. And she's a girl. And I was Very like, nice. Right, cool. And I think if you, I didn't, I didn't think it was that like revolution. And I think if you played the game and you went to the little trophy gallery. Oh, that's true. Melee had all sorts of information. Showed a her in zero suit version. Yeah, I mean, I knew by Melee. I was. I'm still talking about 64. Well, Melee is when Prime came out on GameCube. So by then, I knew it was a girl. I don't know if I knew that when I was playing 64. Yeah, I mean, I did just because I'm just because you're smart. I'm Samus boy. I'm a Samus boy. Um, so, so I know like Smash Brothers kind of, okay. I know I've talked about this before, but I feel like Dynasty Warriors. I know, oh, I know, no, not that. I don't have to talk <laughs> about this very long, but to me, I think, oh, brother, this guy, <laughs> I think, you know, how we talked about the misstep that was Brawl for Super Smash Brothers. I think the reason that Dynasty Warriors has, has I mean, they're at what, 11 or something? I don't know. Couldn't well, I have no idea. Um, but the <laughs> latest least. iteration is not good, and may, and this, that's the reason I didn't buy it. I bought Dynasty Warrior Six. It's because mm. they tried to go off the beaten path. Because everybody makes fun of Dynasty Warriors. Like y'all just groaned, Ugh, Dynasty Warriors, right? And but the people who appreciate Dynasty Warriors appreciate for for it for what it is and enjoy it for what it is. And when Dynasty Warriors decided. Hey, we're gonna try to accommodate other people. They made a game that wasn't fun to any people. You know what Smash, I mean? Right. And yeah. and similarly, some people aren't into Super Smash Brothers. Those people are probably evil, terrible, soulless people. But those people exist, and yeah. you know, we wish they didn't. <laughs> they're really they're really salty fighting game characters that hate getting killed by Kazuya over and over. <laughs> but but that being said, it's not violent. If they tried to make the game where nobody could lose, they'd make mm. if they basically make everyone Play- loses. They make PlayStation All Stars. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. just a trash game that right like there. everybody was like, stop, Sony, stop. <laughs> we know what you're trying Why did to you do. You do this. We know what you're trying to do. But we're telling you to stop, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> we know, <laughs> we we're know what we're doing. Uh, but um, Dynasty Warriors <laughs> had the same problem. Its niche fan was strong. Strength, the fan base was strong. They made a lot of spinoffs to Gundam, to Zelda, to uh, man. They've uh, there's another one that I was blown away that even existed. But they've made a Lord l- of the Rings. Did they make a Lord of the Rings? One? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm, I literally was like about to look that up and be like, I'm buying that tomorrow. Yo, that must probably that right fire. Son. That junk would be wild, son. Ooh, that makes sense I though. It just plays. Bro, there's a, there's a scene, and <laughs> I think it's the first in the Fellowship of the Ring where it's showing Sauron just being a boss, mm-hmm. and this man is playing Dynasty yes. Warriors. Yeah, he's just flinging people like <laughs> he's just flinging <laughs> people <laughs> and mass. <laughs> it was Star Wars Dynasty Warriors would be, be pretty fired. tight. I'm telling you, you can take any franchise. Any Force user, yeah. <laughs> oh, any franchise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're correct. You're also correct. 
any that force also. user and you can make it uh, like that's the fun thing about it it's more of like a formula than it is purely just like yeah. if, like and that's why super smash Bros. is so strong you could take any character from a nintendo franchise and find a way to add it in there and i think that's why i like dynasty wars and i think that's why it's last lasted so long because you know what you're going to get when you get into it 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 appeals to its audience it tries to make it's been up until maybe the latest iterations really focusing on its fan base not listening to the noise even doing great partnerships i'm sorry hyrule warriors and age of calamity are great games not just okay games those yeah. games are solid games like great. So here's my question yeah is age of calamity a zelda game or a, a warriors game it's not like what series is it a part of I would say hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, honestly, I think it's both. <laughs> I mean, like interesting, and in, in particularly compared to Age of Calamity, in particular, feels more like a Zelda game, and, and both than uh, High Reward is the first Warriors. one. The first one felt mm-hmm. like a a Warriors game, like with huh. those characters in it. But this one, it almost seems unfair to. To think of, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I'll, I'll hold my thought. Please continue. No, I was just gonna say it. Just the Age of Calamity just has a story. It has the characters. It's it's a Zelda game. But sorry, what were you so say? the narrative is what pushes it over the edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say it seems unfair to have the war, uh, Dynasty Warriors on this list. I mean, it is a series. There are Dynasty Warriors games, but like you said, it's also more of like a formula. It's like a genre. And it's strange because no one else seems to be doing this genre of game. It's like one studio, right? That ever, don't they make all the Warriors games and the spinoffs? Yeah, yeah Koei. Uh, yeah, I can't think of another. I mean, there, oh Koei no, no, Tecma? yeah. There's another. There's a. I think it was Ninety Nine Nights or something like that. Uh, that wasn't made by them. That was like a competitor, but similar. Okay. Uh, came out. But it, I can't. It's like they almost have a monopoly on the genre. But you could say yeah. that about Smash Brothers. I mean, what? That's the genre. Like, who else is doing that's, what Smash Brothers? That's is? true. That's true. Smash Everything's clones. a Smash like. You know. But yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, that's true. But I wouldn't call a Smash clone part of the same series as Smash Bros. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. It's a different. It's not a clone. It's literally a game within the Warriors. The genre. Yeah. Like it was made. So somebody yeah, yeah, else yeah. would have made. But we're calling it part of the same series as warriors even though like yeah i mean it was made by that studio it's like if pokemon it's, it's did... exactly yeah I'm, it's it's like weirdly in between series anyway sorry this is off topic it's... no i think so I, think... I guess the distinction like people that make smash bros don't also make smash clones like... <laughs> yeah you're right and, and i think that also says how much like i don't know it's maybe a uh uh they don't take themselves so seriously that they, they really don't, you know, like <laughs> that they can't go out and be like, "Why not make a Gundam version of this?" Like, like why not? Why like, not? If they'll yeah. if they'll party with us, like let's do it. I mean, Fortnite does it. Fortnite says, "Sure, whatever you want." <laughs> you <laughs> like, coming with that money? <laughs> whatever you want. The only line they won't cross, at least not publicly release, is we already know MLK. <laughs> but other than that, give us the game. skin. We and know you we made know it. It's in there. We know. We know it's in there. We'll, in the game, they'll files. never open source that code. <laughs> no, you'll. Um, I want the emo. Do you think? Do you think there's ever going to be a Fortnite two? 
Be, uh, chapter four has me thinking that no, because if there was going to be a, a Fortnite two, it would have happened in chapter four, because of just how big the changes were. I would have at least been a one point five. <laughs> Fortnite two. I mean that that's a good question from a. I mean, f- f- okay, long standing series. How, how long has Fortnite been out? Since what? Twenty eighteen. Eighteen. So that's what. No, earlier twenty sixteen. I think. Mm-hmm. Really. Fortnite is a fact check. Let, I'm pretty sure I played it in 2017. Let's say I don't let, know. let's let's say Fortnite in its battle royale form. Yeah. Right? Cuz I know Fortnite the game had was at E3 20 maybe 2016. Oh, the save the world mode. Yeah, when they're showing the building mechanic. So that yeah. existed Microsoft debuted that. Um Microsoft. Yeah, it was on the Microsoft stage. Uh, when they debuted it, oh, 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 oh yeah. I see. Um, but <clears throat> so it's been out for five years, straight. It's one a very few. This is a new era, right? That live service type game in this, this, like, what? I don't know. Like, what would Fortnite two be? Well, that's the, that's the question I would have asked about like Overwatch two. You know, it I was like, oh, maybe they'll add they'll add mechanics or something, but it seems like they didn't really. So it it's seems o- like Overwatch Two was a mistake. Really? Yeah. So it's Overwatch yeah. Two. I've I've haven't played either. Uh, never played Overwatch One. So is Overwatch Two like melee to Wii U? No, it's like no. from I, what I understand, it's a lot of the same. They've changed some of the UI. They've changed some of the like so, like uh, matchmaking type stuff and the way that you build a team. To me, Overwatch Two. Is to Overwatch as Chapter Four of Fortnite is to Chapter Three, like the huh. things that they changed weren't significant enough necessarily to merit a a Part Two, but they did it anyway. Which is why I was thinking that since you know, it's, no, they're not the same company, but since the change was about the same, like if Fortnite was going to do a Part Two, it would have been at Chapter Four because the graphics improved, the uh, yeah, the UI has changed a bit. All the uh, a lot of the the different menus and stuff like they 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 did an overhaul in in a lot of ways. So interesting, but it wasn't significant enough to where it's like, it feels like a new game. Is from what I'm hearing about Overwatch as well. Interesting, interesting. I mean, if you think about it, uh, man, I can't remember the game. We talk about it like almost every episode. Well, not every episode. We've talked about it a few times. It's Overblood. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Overblood Two. Did we ever need an Overblood Two? Um, the, <laughs> yes, it's the game. It was a shooter online. It's uh, f- it was like freeway freemium type situation. Uh, Anthem. No, gosh, it's an older game. Team Fortress. No, no, no. Kyle, you specifically have said you don't like the game, and you've played it. Uh, and you can what? run on walls. Uh, it's a shooter. It's a live service game. It's been around forever. Oh, Warframe. Warframe. Oh, it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Has there ever been a Warframe 2? No. Uh-uh. So there's a good chance that there won't be a Fortnite 2. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's So saith the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> this man rolled his bones and said, no, there's no Fortnite 2. I, Comparatively. And I, I think the and I think you're right, Kyle. The only reason why they would have a Fortnite 2 is if they were going to go to a new engine. But the thing is, the game that... The, the company that owns the engine runs yes. the game. And they just... Literally, palette swapped the engine. 
<laughs> yeah, they just did it overnight. So, yeah, now just, they know what it's going to be like. The new engine. So it's like, You're yeah, right. that's the point. That's the point. For what? For whom? Yeah, yeah. I think if they're going to make a Fortnite two, it's probably not going to be Fortnite. It's going to be. They should have done that for Splatoon. Oh, really? You think so? Um. Well, I don't know. I, I, a lot of my friends complain that Splatoon three is very similar to Splatoon two, mm. and I can see that. I mean, there's definitely some work done on it. And the I think the campaign by itself is worth buying the new game, maybe not for sixty dollars. Um, Could like it have they, been they, DLC. They, they're so Splatoon two got DLC called the Octo expansion that was really good. Well, I didn't love it, I guess, but everyone else loved it. Uh, they have not announced DLC yet for Splatoon three, but I'm sure they will. I'm saying, could Splatoon three just have been DLC? No, it couldn't have been. Um, it changes the way. It, I mean, it adds it adds some some like specials and weapons and stuff. It's like a whole new set of weapons. Um, they overhauled the. It's like, yeah, they overhauled the system you use to get online. Uh, they made it. They probably could have updated this this thing. They added a way for you to play with your friends online easier, which should have been in Splatoon 1 as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, the campaign is huge. It's not like a like a DLC type thing. Well, okay. So let me ask you, And the graphics are better too. So let me ask you this. Do y'all see Splatoon as a long-standing franchise? No, it's, I think it's still too young. Really? But isn't Splatoon about as old as... Well, okay, let me ask you this. It's from the Wii U. Do you, do you see... Fortnite is a long-standing franchise. No, it's just one game. So, what do we consider to be long-standing? Like, it's how, See, many, that, how many more years left? I mean, I feel like I don't know. I I don't have a set. If you if you argued with me, I would probably concede. But mm-hmm. I think Splatoon <laughs> only has three games. It's only been the last three, last two game console generations. Um. And uh, it wasn't even that early in the Wii U life from what I remember. I don't know. Maybe it was. 2015, I think. I feel like it'll eventually get like similar treatment to Metroid and Zelda, where they, they just drop one every so often to keep it relevant, but maybe not in the frequency of sequels like they have. Yeah, I would. that would be good. I mean, Splatoon 3 is so similar to 2 that I feel like, you know, you could have gotten away... Well, again, not the not the single player mode, but a lot of the changes they did make to campaign or to the multiplayer probably should have just been updates. Like it feels like they're iterating, not like sequelizing, mm. um, or they're tweaking, not iterating. That's what it feels well, like. Well, let me ask another question: Do you believe that Splatoon? We have this conversation five years from now. Do you imagine Splatoon still going strong? Do you think? They'll still be they'll be Splatoon four or five. Um, uh, I don't know if it's gonna be a four and a five, maybe a four. But yeah, I think I think there will still be players. I don't know if I will say it will still be going strong. Or or would it would you think it'll fall within the long standing series category? I think if it's if it's still going strong, I would call well, yeah, I I think at that point I would call it a long standing series. Ten I f- years. I think plus. what Splatoon has on its side as far as its staying power is that it's the only game of its type for Nintendo players. So unless yeah. people who only buy Nintendo change that you know, mindset, then I don't think they're going to have any issues as far as 
somebody wants to play a shooter on Nintendo, they're going to play Splatoon. Interesting. You know, I don't. I honestly don't really call Splatoon a shooter. I mean, I think in the grand scheme, mechanic wise, kind of, kind of no. But at the same time, like I guess you kind of compare it to, I guess the shooters on other on other platforms, and it does fit within shooters comparatively. But yeah, it's a third person shooter. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, at a high level, it's a third person shooter. But like as you're playing, it doesn't have any of the hallmarks of a shooter. Like. You can't shoot that far. It almost feels more like melee sometimes. Mm. Positioning is is the way that positioning is important is really different. The yeah. way that you do a turf war is like way different than you would do any other you know shooter game. Um, you know, I, and that and that's just turf war. The other game modes are even more different. I mean, I dare say that Nintendo has the ability to take a genre. Let's take racing. Let's take fighting. Let's take shooting. And make it feel almost like it's its own thing. Because like Mario Kart, as much as yeah, it's a racing it game, like it's it feels different, right? And yeah, and maybe the, yeah. I mean, that's maybe that's the special sauce. They just purely are able to be like, oh, I like this idea. Let's do something with it. <laughs> so they drum up the accessibility and the party aspect of whatever the genre is, and then the, and so in turn, it lowers the intensity, lowers the the barrier to entry. But then at the same time, I think, unfortunately, when it comes to categorizing it, it removes it from, I guess, the standards that are in place for that genre. Sure. Gameplay over everything. That's uh, that's Nintendo's yeah, it works. mantra. So, so, all right. Maybe we should move on to another game. Well, I was going to say, Unless you had another Kyle, you, you haven't uh, given your game a game yet. A game. Um, okay. I'll talk about then, because uh, you kind of got me thinking about it. Uh, Mario Party Ooh. Uh, has been like a longstanding mm-hmm. from, I believe it started on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. Right? It was on the 64. Yeah. And just when we were talking about the missteps, I think Mario Party has quite a few <laughs> <laughs> missteps. And uh, so, really? but the latest iteration has been really good. They added the online and stuff, which has been, oh, I've been waiting for that. But even within that, like I think there's only like four boards still, and then some some other weirdness I can't remember off the top of my head. But I think it's it's kind of interesting that a a not a um it's a tabletop game I guess that you mm-hmm. play on your on your console was able to stay around this long. And I think maybe due in part because the mini games are just fire. Yeah. But yeah, who knew that'd be enough? I dare say that Mario Party has been one continual misstep, but like, <laughs> <laughs> and it, but it's like, like, think with, you know we've all played Mario Party, right? Like, yeah, think, not mm, recently, but yeah. But think about whenever you've played it, like, you have a good time, you know what I'm saying? But also, you're kind of like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, there's like this, like you're playing with your friends. And yeah. you're destroying each other's spirits. You know, you test your friendships. It has ga- its moments. The game feels almost like it's cheating you 90% yes. of the game, unless you're the person who ends up getting eight stars in the last move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel like you're uncovering a plot. Like, you're just a little Yeah, to yeah. Like, and then there's also many. But games. up to the last five turns, it literally feels like everybody isn't the side. Like, not, nobody's the main character. Like, you're, right. you're all just like, what's happening? And then somebody becomes the main matters. character. And then the game. It's over. And the reason I think Mario Party has been 
a constant misstep is because I don't feel like there's a way to do that formula right. Like, I feel like it has to be kind of uncomfortable. It's you, always going to be, yeah. You know, hmm. it's, it's, it has, like, every minute, like, they can have all these cool mini games, but the mini games kind of have to cheat you a little bit. Or the mini games have to be semi unfair from time to time. And the dice rolls feel like, why is Bowser always getting, you know, like, it has to feel wrong. Yeah. And I feel like, as a game developer, I think about even developing that game. Like, it feels like <laughs> it goes against intuitions, <laughs> but like somebody knew how to do it. You know, um, I mean, I'm being facetious about it being a con- constant misstep, but I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. And it's one of those games that, oddly enough, hasn't really iterated heavily mm-hmm. since the first one. And, like, the ones on Nintendo 64 hold up tremendously well in comparison because it hasn't changed a whole lot. Like, the graphics have gotten better. And the mini games because of, like, gyro and stuff, are more diverse. But, I mean, whoever's been coming up with the mini games since the very beginning is a genius because they're all... Or 90, 90% of them are good. <laughs> and the other 10%, I feel like, were made bad on purpose so mm-hmm. that the other ones to say feel that. so good. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, you got to have some bad ones to yeah. in there. To level it out. I honestly, this is a joke, but I there's a time in my head where I was like, man, they have so many mini games. They must have somebody's like family hostage, and they're just like, make mm. more, v- make <laughs> another one, but it has to be <laughs> done enough. Like and you're like, how do I make another different game that's kind of chance, but not chance, that's skill based, <laughs> but not too skill based? Like you want to eat or not? <laughs> I have your family hostage. Yeah, in <laughs> in the, the mini games from game to game are different. Like. They're different. Like I, I played the original Mario Party, yeah. and you play three, and then you play five, and you're like, "Wow!" Like I really like this mini game in one, and I like this mm-hmm. one in three, and I like you know, it's um, I really hate this one. <laughs> yes, always. There's yeah. always one. You're like, oh my goodness, you know. Well, um, I think one of the biggest missteps though was there. There was a Mario Party. I don't remember which number it was, but there was one where they took away. Probably the, the most base, fundamental mechanic of any board game, which is moving independently. And so, like, you would roll, but everyone was on this same, like, train cart oh, or something. Oh, yes. Yes. I think that was uh, the one on the Wii. On the Wii? Uh, yeah. You would just go in a circle. It was just almost every board was just a literal circle. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Many games were still pretty good, but that experience. I mean, oh, that, you mean there's no branching paths? Right. Yeah, and it was this. Oh, okay. I was like, what do you and, mean? And it's funny time? that you say train track because there's a specific level in that that game that's just a train cart that you go up to the top, you go down, and come up the bottom, and you just go around, and it's just a giant. It's like uh, in oh. Mario Kart, the baby, uh, baby Mario's baby park. Yeah, baby parks, just that. But no, the the moving independently, I meant literally. Like, all the players would always be on the same space because mm. they'd be standing on this, like, wiggle oh. object. Oh, maybe yeah. I'm thinking of a different... Oh, I don't. Maybe I'm... I know which one you're thinking of now because that's the same one that had the minigame where you had to count the people that were in the train cart and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, that one was, that was... tough. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, that one was rough. That board. But no, like, this one, it you couldn't move. Like, I don't even... Re- I, did, I don't think I actually played it, but you couldn't roll... And then move to a different uh, space as somebody else. Man, you I, know what I think? I think that if you if we take if we take it for granted that uh, Mario Party is a misstep, like you've said, Brad, 
then I think the solution is one, two, switch. Mm. And here I'll, I'll tell you why. You lose a lot of the charm that you get in Mario Party, which is unfortunate. But what you get is a bunch of cool mini games and the ability to play them as you see fit. You can just get with your friends and play the mini games. Wii Sports <laughs> kind of too. But here huh? Yeah, sure, maybe. But here's the rub. And I I was thinking about this and you just brought it into full picture. I've played Mario Party 1, Mario Party 3, 5, 4, 3, you know, all of these. And one of the things that you tend to tell yourself, I'm going to play these levels so that I can unlock the mini games and mm. play them by themselves, right? And I would do that and I'd end up going playing the mini games, but then I'd be like, okay, like like the mini games hollow. Yeah, it feels hollow. The games really are like yeah, like you you anticipate the, the mini games. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have the drudge in between, then I guess yeah, you don't you don't get the full experience. Hmm. Yeah. It's 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 kind of like in a in a Metro game. Everybody hates that feeling where they power what do you call it? They power that uh where they basically take all your powers away from you. Like you start the oh, game yeah. and you have everything <clears throat> and then they crush you, right? Mm-hmm. But there's something about having your powers, losing them and regaining them that's actually kind of cathartic. And I think that's kind yeah. of what Mario Party does to have to, like you said, muddle through all the terribleness, the horrible mini games. But then to be like, ah, yeah, my favorite game is something about it versus like, oh, I can play it 10 times in a row. It's just. And then the stress, too. You, you roll in the die, wanting to land on a particular space, getting closer to the stars. Mm-hmm. Like all, I guess, the other mini games within, you know, outside of the actual mini games. That make the whole board game like come together. And the pacing, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just playing mini games back to back. It's just like, oh yeah. I'm just playing mini games. And then and then and then there's one part that Mario Party does as well, which is it does remove some of the skill factor, which is actually True. incredibly important for balancing. Important. Yeah, right? For yeah. a board game. It makes it fun for everybody. Because yeah, I'm like me, my sister, my brother, and Rob would play together. And, you know, shout out to my sister, but she's not the best, like, hardcore gamer, you know? But she could win if she mm-hmm. if things worked out her way, if she got the right minigame, if she rolled the right die. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she'd never beat us in a pure minigame battle. <laughs> you know? Right. So. And that's another part of it. I guess the minigames in isolation, it doesn't necessarily matter who wins. Mm. While... As part of the board game, you're playing for like there's stakes, yes. and so yes. even if the mini game is terrible, you still don't want to lose. <laughs> yes, yes. I think what I was getting at was what you just said, though, because sometimes I don't want there to be stakes. Sometimes I just want to have mm. you know a bunch of mini games with my friends, and you know if someone loses or wins, it's not a big deal. We just go to the next one. I, I think it's yeah. I think it's similar to having vacation away from work. That's like right like <laughs> I, I i get what you're yeah. saying i think i think what i the just the what i've come to is just uh okay this is a different kind of fun mm-hmm. like vacation i'm not really a huge fan of super of mario party anyway so like it's probably just not for yeah, me Yeah, vacation is fun because you're away from work sometimes if you had like an 18 month vacation you'd be like man i need to do something <laughs> i'm yeah. ready to go to work i'm ready to go to work um i felt that way before uh Man, I had a train of thought I was going to say based off of what you just said. Uh, I, I was going to say this 
just as a real quick aside, Mario Party is similar to Dynasty Warriors in that, like, this, it's like some people don't like Mario Party. But the thing is, the formula works and people like it, you know? Mm. And that's why it's a strong series. And, and uh, you know, whoever made it understood a little bit of pressure and tension and uncomfortability makes a game fun every time, you know, you play. Um, yeah, the range of emotions... <laughs> that you feel is true um so i i want to throw a game out it's a complete we've been on a lot of nintendo games yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah let's, let's let's do something and, else. change it up and i did and i did want i i like that you put this on the list i think maybe kyle is actually grand theft auto to me i haven't played the mm. the latest iteration um which seems to be in the never going to end feeling i know the new one's coming but um, so they say so they say uh i mean but you know what i'll say this like grand theft auto in general rockstar's incubation time for games is like five True. years right like five seven years <laughs> something crazy once they announce it yeah you're gonna yeah, be waiting you know but um i think grand theft auto to me is one of those situations where have y'all played grand theft auto one and or, or two no. Okay. Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2, If there's no way in my mind I would have ever imagined. Are those imagined. the top-down ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the top-down ones. Like, Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2 feel like the indie game version of <laughs> yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Like, it's what somebody would make now as an indie game company for Grand Theft Auto 3, 4, 5, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but to me, I, I'm... It's interesting playing them because you can feel the spirit of what they were trying to do. And then uh-huh. one day they got enough money and they were like, we're going all in, baby. <laughs> like, we're putting all our cards on the table. Nobody knows who we really are, but we're just going to do this, you know? And I really appreciate that. But the thing that I really loved about Grand Theft Auto and something that I don't think many games can really do in the series is their music. Like their dedication to the period piece, but also bringing along the music with it. I mean, the gameplay is great and all that stuff. I've always just appreciated listening to their soundtracks and like feeling like, man, Vice City feels like an 80s music. Everything's going on. You know, San Andreas. Oh, it feels like the 90s. Uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. It's the, the 2000s, you know. It's four. It's also a little bit later. It's the Kanye West era, you know, the later 2000s. So it's like, I don't, there's something about that series that's very special to my heart. I'm not, I don't really play them like that now, but I think just the way that they've brought the open world genre Mm -hmm. to the world, really, right? Like Grand Theft Auto 3 was basically the first real open world feeling game. Yeah. For a lot of people, at least. I think Driver was in the same era, but mm, mm. they didn't. I think what you what you just said was pretty uh, pretty prominent because it's like that's a testament to the intention behind game design. Because it, somebody played the game was like, "What am I doing for like a long portion of this game?" It's like you're driving around, even though that's not necessarily the only thing you're doing. It's like I'm driving around so much. This should be interesting too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of even modern games overlook just how important it is to realize what to realize what your player is going to be doing for an extended period of time and making that interesting 
Because I think even in the driver games, that there wasn't a large variety of music. Like it was always same the same intense driving music. Oh, it's like, oh, you're in a car now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And- Versus <laughs> I'm driving in a world. Yeah. And then Grand Theft Auto, you, you just reminded me, I didn't even think about this. They also created that whole idea of you driving and having a conversation with the characters to like fill in the gaps mm-hmm. from a, a purely narrative standpoint. So it feels less tedious. Like you have a cut scene where you get a mission from a guy. Hey, brother, what you want? My? You know, and he tells you something crazy. Let's go over here. Right. You jump in the car and now it's a five minute drive to the next location. And then you get to hear this whole character's dialogue. You get right. to have this banter. You get this like understanding of the what you're about to drive into, what's the situation. And it's like this really immersive experience, right? Because mm-hmm. nothing feels empty. Like, even though you're just driving, like you said, that's so, I just never thought about it, but they really figured that out. And you say, you think that's something that they've kept game to game that makes the sequel still so good? Absolutely. I would think so. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, from three. And they've just found more and more ways to make those, I guess, nuances and easy to miss details, like even more juicy, if you will. Like that's the, that's the game juice on top of the juice. Mm -hmm. Cause they already have like the great graphics, the simulations, the explosions, the day night cycles, all the typical juice. But then it's like, you're walking down the street by somebody and they call something out. Mm -hmm. And depending on like where they're standing or what you're wearing, you know, the dialogue changes. They're holding something in their hand. You know, all these things that you would you would miss. They've just with each iteration, I think they've just compounded that stuff. Which is probably why it's taking so long for them to make Grand Theft Auto Six. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what they're gonna put in there, dude? It's probably Grand Theft Auto World. Like you're just flying to other continents. Who knows, man? <laughs> you know, on, you know, and, and another thing that I think Grand Theft Auto has brought to the table, which made it has made it a very strong series, is that you feel the game, like. When you drive from location to location, even in Grand Theft Auto 3, you can feel, oh, I'm in the Italian part of town. Like, what the the billboards look like and what the motif of the characters walking on the street. Oh, this is mm-hmm. where, like, the Italian, you know, diaspora stays. Oh, I'm in Chinatown. Oh, I'm in this area. Oh, I'm in the high-rise district high money people like make you know like the cars change the people yeah. the even the violence on the streets change you know right and it feels like you're like really in the world like you're a part of it and you have to like i don't know it, like you participate in it versus just like, like the world's happening around you versus waiting for you to get there for mm-hmm. something to happen yeah yeah, it always felt like, oh, these characters were already here, and I just happened to encounter them on their way to whatever random place they're going, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Steve, you've, have you ever played a Grand Theft Auto? Uh, I've, I've dabbled. Uh, my friend, I think, had Vice City on PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. So I played a little bit at his house. Uh, but no, I never owned it, never really got into it. Or any of those games, like Saints Row... Anything like that. Red Dead. Yeah. It, it's funny because when I saw Saints Row on the list, I was like, huh. Do I feel like Saints Row belongs on this list? <laughs> you know? Like, 
yeah, I think they like they've made a new one, right? And it, it hasn't seemed to be like performing super well. It's right? not people it's not don't like it. Well. Yeah, I would say artistically and just critically, it seems to be doing pretty pretty bad. badly. It doesn't it doesn't have the soul of what Saints Row was. Hmm. And and Saints Row was definitely like the <laughs> like uh I don't know the goofy cousin to Grand Theft Auto like like yeah. they came from the same family but you know i don't know he's doing something wild <laughs> you know like um and and to me like saints row what it brought to the table was like what if grand theft auto was unhinged like if you could do everything mm-hmm. that you wanted to do in grand theft auto what would it look like you know uh-huh. um but i think like i recently played san andreas um by recently like a few years ago and it's amazing to me how well the game still holds up. Like, bro, they hold up, man. So strong, like, just the gameplay, the narrative, the engage, like the things. I'm like, man, most a lot of games aren't doing this stuff, right? Like, they're just not, you know. Um, I don't know something. Yeah. Not that I'm gonna tell you to go play Grand Theft Auto, but um, <laughs> it's. I wish I could because there's so <laughs> many things. There's so many things within Grand Theft Auto that I think people should experience outside of the violence. But mm-hmm. for it to be like a fully rounded experience as far as the, how deep the simulation goes, you ha- you kind of have to have that freedom as well. Mm-hmm. And so it is tough to recommend because of that. Yeah. Like, four I played through, I actually like said, I'm good and like let it go completely actually destroyed mm-hmm. the disc because there's like certain stuff that i didn't want to do that you had to do that i didn't feel super comfortable with but like yeah. three i'm okay with because three you can kind of like not do certain things and not engage for certain parts if you don't want to um and that's to me the biggest part like let me not engage or something if it's not like important but like there's a thing in four that i just genuinely was like i don't want to do this but this is a mission, and I have yeah. to do this. And I don't know; it never set well with me. But Grand Theft Auto Four is a great game. Even like the story was really interesting. But that one mission kind of ruined the game for me personally. Well, you know, five was more the same from what I heard. There was especially when you played as uh, Trevor, just because he was so unhinged. Oh yeah, with the, the insane the kind of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a lot of his missions were were really uh, tough for a lot of people, and and then yeah, they were mandatory if you wanted to finish the story. Yeah, it's like so. Is it like like going to the library and having to read a book or something? <laughs> is that why you didn't like it, bro? <laughs> yes, I'd rather it be an audio book, but they were like, nah, you have to actually read it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you gotta turn the pages. <laughs> it was a book about your life. It was so boring. Um, Push L to turn the page. <laughs> But uh, yeah, two pages. Steve, you got another game? All right. So I have the two games I want to talk about. And what I want to talk about is not as the games themselves specifically, but I want to talk about the concept of the of the modern reboot. Mm, so reboot. Uh, God of War hey. and God. Doom. Are these great these these old games that uh, definitely had a style back in the day, 
And then they got a modern reboot. Mm-hmm. And now each reboot, as of as of a few months ago, each reboot has a sequel now. Mm-hmm. And these are like critically acclaimed games. I've never played, so I still haven't played Doom. It's high on my list. I had no interest in playing Doom until the reboot. And I'm like, man, that looks really fun. Uh, and as for God of War, I did play the new, well, the 2016 God of War. And I never played the old ones. And it's, I know it's not really a reboot because like they, they are continuing the story, but they continue the story in such a way that it's really only like for character. Like nothing. It's like a glow up. That happens. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a different game. Like the, the mechanics are different from what I, I don't know. I Uh, I didn't play, but from what I understand. Crazy different. They're still within the same realm. But I feel like the presentation is very different, isn't oh, it? Yes, presentation is very, very different, but hugely different. Um, and the uh, I know the fighting is the same. I guess the world exploration is probably similar, actually. But yeah, the presentation is different, and nothing that happened in the first games is that important. Like I haven't played any of them. I've kind of just picked up what I needed to know mm-hmm. uh, from like little lore drops, talking to Kratos. But like, it, it's it's basically a new series that is lending or is, is, is borrowing old lore is what it feels like. Um, and so I think that's a really interesting way to go about it is like, Hey, we have these games that maybe, you know, they don't hold up as well. And if we were to make a new sequel, uh, we would have to kind of depart from what has been more in a more, in a stronger fashion to make it look, look good. And I think it looks really good. I think both games, I mean, are just, you know, critically acclaimed. Everyone loves them. Mm. Um, you know, the people the games are made for, at least. Yeah. And I think that's also a pretty interesting idea about if if nostalgia is enough to, like, re- reboot, remake, you know, bring back those kind of older games and continue with the lore. Because I also think of, I guess, the games that kind of fit within that same era mm-hmm. uh, or, or same... Uh, type of game, I guess, like um, Duke Nukem. People I was really... going to say, isn't Duke Nukem a lot older though? Uh, uh, I think it's about Doom? the same age as Doom. Doom, yeah, should be. In the oh same yeah, game, the sorry, game. I'm thinking of God of War, but yeah, Doom is mad old. You're right. Yeah, and then um, also Contra. Like both of those had reboots within like the last ten or so years. That Contra was really bad. Both did, yeah, terribly. Because I mean, they strayed from the formula and pulled from you know the old lore and uh, characters. I think the Contra might have actually not even pulled the characters, if I remember. But either way, it's just like just having the IP isn't enough to keep it alive. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of something else. Um, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, I guess yeah. it's not really that's that's more of a proper just sequel like it's just a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. They've been around for a while. Um, yeah. They didn't they didn't really change that much from what I understand. PS2 era. I mean, that's a long time ago now. <laughs> but hey, they <laughs> What about uh grown with the the generations, you know? Mhm. What's the latest Devil May Cry game? That's a pretty old. Ooh. Game, uh, true, yeah. I can't I even remember which about. one is what it's called. Uh well, you know, you made a point that I never thought of, Steve, which was how God of War, even though it's in the same series, it does feel like it's like you said, it's not a reboot, right? Like 
it's it's more, almost like a spiritual successor, but it's but sure. it's not right. Like because it's it's technically a direct sequel, kind of to the last mm-hmm. game. But like to me, genuinely, I played a little bit of God of War before this one. Uh, I wasn't really a fan of God of War. I didn't really, you know, uh, want to play it. Picked up this one because of hearing all of the acclaim and it was free on PlayStation Plus. And man, I almost feel like I'm happy I didn't play the games before it, which sounds weird. But like, I feel like me going in with no expectations helped me to enjoy the game. Hmm. Um, and kind of like you, I feel the same. You way. know, like kind of like you said, Steve. The 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 story, like the the reason that it can be so deep is because they have so much to pull from from the previous games, but they don't like overly weight the game story on it. Right? They're not like. Mm-mm. It's all pathos. Yeah, like it's like it's important. It guides him. You learn about Athena and da 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 da. Like, like you get it. But honestly, even if I didn't, <laughs> you know, it'd be great. But it helps Kratos' character, right? Like, it helps him feel like he's deeper. But man, it's such a strong. And it's funny because to me, God of War really started in the last one. <laughs> like, I don't even. When I think of God of War, I don't think about the original games, in my opinion. Right. That's a really good point. I think that's also part of what helps Grand Theft Auto is the God of War, like the, the reboot, if you will, or whatever you want to call it. It's it's such a good standalone game that I think it doesn't, like when you're playing, you're not thinking, oh, I should have played the sequels. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll make you curious, like you're saying, you know, because they do give you little bits and pieces of the old lore when it's relevant which i appreciate versus a expo dump at some point or something yeah because i i have played not a whole lot but enough of the previous god of wars just to have a palpable sensation of how different these mm-hmm. new ones are and i don't think it's diminished i guess my my experience but i will say like if it was just based on mechanics alone playing both games i there's a there's a good chance at least for me i wouldn't recognize that they were part of the same series mm. like if they didn't say hey this is kratos and those are the same blades of chaos you saw before <laughs> like i'd think oh they they ripped they ripped god of war off and just changed the camera <laughs> hilarious <laughs> hmm. yeah i mean eventually because in the beginning it does i don't even feel that those similarities because you have a completely different weapon and all that so that's true. The axe is completely different. different. Chains. Although he had a ton of weapons, right? So is the axe similar to any of his previous weapons? Uh, I remember he had like this giant sword. I don't remember distinctly if he had like a throwable. Yeah, I don't think he maybe. had. Maybe. I don't remember. Melee weapon. Like I haven't played a ton of them, but I do know. I've, you know, I've watched reviews and takes and retrospectives on it. Um, so this, I mean, this game is a, a very large departure. I mean, it's very much Grand yeah. Theft Auto 2 to Grand Theft Auto 3. Like, if you set mm-hmm. those two games together, you'd know that they came... Like, oh, yeah, I see where that these are the same games. But, like, this is a completely different game, you know? Um, yeah. You know? Um, it's... I don't know. Is there any other series that's... Other than Doom and God of War that's taken a real... I, I don't even say a right turn, but, like, just a maybe gone to another level or yeah i'm trying to think the resident evil games it seems like 
have really... Oh, yeah. That's a really good example. Yeah. Like, just based on... I mean, I... I obviously, I haven't played this. But... <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm pretty aware of where they started. I've heard versus... all about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no way. It's way too popular of a series to not... And so I've watched some playthroughs of, like, Village and stuff. Yeah, I haven't played the newer ones, so I, I can't... I could say up to, like, five, maybe six. They felt like, nat- not natural progressions, but they felt like, oh, this makes sense. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm more, I haven't played the newer ones. Like, it, fe- it felt like natural evolutions from one to two to three to four to five to six, in my opinion. But I don't know about after that, though. So you're saying there's not like a big break where like one game is so different from the previous game? No. No. What about Darksiders? I don't know anything about Darksiders. Is the newest one very different? Have you got, have either of you guys had I've any never played experience? Any of them? I just know that yeah, me either from watching a few people play it. But Darksiders always just felt like Zelda mixed with. Uh, God of War. Kind of yeah, like Zelda mixed with God of War mixed with Diablo. In my mind, mm. uh, Diablo. Yeah, just the motif. The oh, motif. the motif. That's okay. what I what Grunge. I think of. Uh, I can see that. Um, yeah, so I can't speak. I can't speak on that. Um, but you know, you know what game I do think had a similar glow up, which did feel very different. Two games, going back to our Ooh. boys Nintendo, uh, Mario sixty four and Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Ah, like Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. So, wow! I didn't even; those weren't even the ones I was thinking of. Oh, what were you but thinking of? actually, I don't really disagree with you. At least Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, huh? Odyssey, Odyssey, Odyssey. Wasn't Odyssey is yeah. good? I feel like Odyssey. I mean, it's hard to talk about Mario because there's a million Mario games, and they're not even really part of a single series. Yeah. They'd like span genres. But there's a main but line. There's a main Maybe line Sunshine model. was first. Yes. I would say that that 64 and then Sunshine and then um, Galaxy. The new Odyssey. Odyssey. Not, not no, Galaxy. Galaxy. I would say Odyssey. I Galaxy. Galaxy 1 and 2 and then Odyssey. You don't, yeah. Well, Galaxy. Okay, sure. No, yeah. That was, the, that was their main line. Like, this is our next generation Mario. To me, it I'm not felt saying it's like, not mainline. I'm saying it's separate. It feels separate from Sunshine. Yeah. If, if, to me, Galaxy felt like the mini games in Sunshine. What? And you go into right. those void rooms. Yeah, there was no like, there was no sense of like I'm in a place. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm on the next level. I'm going to the next Have level. Y'all have played Galaxy, right? Yeah, I played Galaxy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I've recently not, I played the first. I one. recently so I, I I played 64, I played Sunshine, and I played Galaxy, and they're very much just like they're very much in the same ilk of galaxy to uh like that's why i'm a little bit on i don't know about uh i'm forgetting what it's called odyssey odyssey because because galaxy was very much like hey okay cool uh mario 64 is just about 64 like uh 3d right like bringing mario into the 3d world um sunshine we added a new mechanic which was flutter right the water um then flutter to we added a new mechanic which is gravity which was mm-hmm. what the worlds and being able to go around and getting attached to that and then o- odyssey yeah. was the next stage which is 
We still have the gravity elements. We still have some of that. But now you can change form, right? Like Yeah, I, I think the difference in what a lot of people... I think this isn't just me and Kyle. I think a lot of people feel this way. Is that in 64 and in Sunshine, there was this idea of like... it. The, the missing feature is exploration, right? In Sunshine and in 64, you can you stay in one spot and there's like eight different goals in that one little area mm-hmm. and you know they they the you couldn't necessarily do and the goals like simultaneously but they all existed in the same space and so you learn the space as you play whereas in sunshine or in sorry in the galaxy games there's like dozens of much much smaller spaces and you maybe visit them each what two or three times and so this it really felt like levels that were separated as opposed to an area that you explore over time and in odyssey that's the miss that's the piece that's been returned is like you're in i mean there's still like a dozen levels but now you're in them for like way longer and there's like all sorts of details and things that you can do to explore it's more seamless so it, well I, a lot of people called it the spiritual successor to sunshine or it's a 64 because they didn't like sunshine yeah, yeah, honestly it's the sunshine i get it but i think for me, it's, it feels exactly the same. It's just a hub world, right? Like, That's all of fair. them have hub worlds. There, there is no hub world in, 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 in Galaxy. In, in, there is a hub world. The giant ship that you're on that takes... That, yeah, that's... but the the ship only... The ship is just a collection of levels. It's that's not what like the castle a place was you can ex- in 64. No, the castle had, like... You could, like, go on top of the castle. But it, you can go all all you place. did was go from room to room in the castle to go to the next... But it was in, a hub world. I think functionally. Yeah, yeah. Like, like in Sunshine, but, it was it was Delfino Plaza was the hub world. All you did was No, yes. They, that's 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 what we're saying. It is a hub world. There's like all sorts of stuff to do in Delfino Plaza without going anywhere else. Well, I mean I, I I get what you're saying in the sense that like Delfino Plaza evolved on the, the, the Mario's castle and get making the hub world feel more like a thing, right? Galaxy just said, Hey, to us, the hub world is essentially what it is. We're going to take some of that away, and we're just going to get you to what you enjoy the most, which is the game. <laughs> they play. don't want you to stay here. Don't and, stay. And here. to me, actually, Odyssey just felt like more like Galaxy than it felt like Sunshine or 64, because to me, there was no hub world now. I, There's definitely no you hub You just world were going Odyssey. to the levels, and the levels were just, you were just there. You just never... Like you in your mind, you're saying, "Oh man, I'm I'm exploring this 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 interesting world." No, you were just getting the stars that unlock the next things so that you could do the same. Like it, if anything, it felt more galaxy esque than sunshine or sixty four esque. If you nah, like, think about like nah, think, I don't I don't think, think I don't think so the, at all. I actually quit playing Galaxy most of the way through because I I just felt like. It wasn't fun. I mean, you might not I like, like the I wasn't game, learning but any, getting anything out I, of it. I totally, I can feel that. Like, I wasn't a big fan of Galaxy. Some people think that's the, the best game that was made. Galaxy 2, at least. Yeah, Galaxy 2. Um, I didn't even... I, I didn't even, to play Galaxy I didn't too. even play Galaxy 2. But to me, I mean, Odyssey... I didn't finish Odyssey, but that's just because it is Odyssey. But to me, it felt like Galaxy to me. I was like, oh, I'm just on a ship, and I'm going to other worlds, and I can't really do anything other than what they tell me to do in this world. Like... Like I, what do you mean? You can do all sorts of stuff. What other than what the world gives you? Like it's there's nothing. It's like galaxy. Like you're just doing what they tell you to do there. Like just get the things that they tell you to get. 
and then you go to the next world. I mean, I think the, I think that's they the took away the hub world, but that's because every world in Odyssey is a hub world. Or there like are your, levels that you select. You just go and explore and get everything. Your ship is kind of like your hub world, but it, it comes well, with you. The ship's a the ship's a menu selector. It's not even a world. <laughs> I mean, I, I get I kind of get what you're saying. In Galaxy, things were a little bit more linear, similar to the older games, right? When sure. you went into a world, you this is a star you're getting. Do this thing, right? Odyssey, you had a little bit more of a non-linear approach, right? Here are the things that you need to get. Get them at whatever way you want. So I think structurally, I, I think the the idea that it, it was an evolution of Mario feels more correct than it is than to say that it's more like uh, 64 or um sunshine i think it's a very different game than those two i will say they have a lot in common and it's probably not fair to to excise galaxy from that little mini series within the mario world yeah i mean i i'll, I'll say this is my last point i think the only reason why to me odyssey and galaxy uh, odyssey and galaxy seem very similar is they're both kind of space games <laughs> you know so to me i'm like oh yeah it's like you're going around space and doing things on different planets you know what i'm saying or different realms that's kind of where they yeah I, that's one of my favorite things about odyssey is the, the distinction between the kingdoms um but i also like uh i guess the, they took the limitation off that i that you really feel with the other games it's like you you need 100 150 whatever it was the amount of stars you need to get while in this game it had the moons and it was just like there's a, a nearly infinite amount of them out there and like I guess the, the exploration came from <laughs> nearly infinite. Yeah, it's like you. So I guess to the point earlier is like you go there to do specific things that they tell you to do. I kind of disagree with because yes, not everything will reward you moons, but so many random things will that it seems more like the world is meant to be explored on a deeper level than it was on these past games. And it's just I mean it's limited to what the developers could think to give you a moon for so. We could argue that, yeah, not everything will. It's not Skyrim, so just walking around, you're not getting XP to where you can earn a moon from walking, <laughs> you know. But a short aside from that, you pretty much can earn a moon yeah, from interacting with everything you see. The game literally has, like, I think, 800, 900 moons. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because to me, it feels like this uh, Odyssey was like. They took, for example, let's take Mario 64, the very first level in Mario 64. And you know how, like, oh, your first thing to do is go fight the bob King, right? Like, and you get a star. But instead, they just broke that up into three sections. Oh, getting to the bottom of the mountain where the bob King is, you get a little star if you do this. You get a part of a star if you do this. And then making your way up the mountain, you get a part of a star. And then fighting the bob King, you get a part of a star. And then you can use that to progress. Uh, so it's kind of like they rewarded you more frequently for experiencing the game, which I thought was really cool, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it, yeah, but you don't get you don't get stars or parts of stars for doing anything else. Sorry, which is also like sunshine and you know when you are you talking about Odyssey or sixty four? In sixty four, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's so like Odyssey's like taking to the next step where they're like. We're going to make everything feel a little bit more dense, right? Because yeah. there's more, you get, and they reward you for just existing more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, but yeah. It, it was the same in Sunshine. And in the 
when you went and visited the areas, it was linear, like like it is in sixty four. But you were when you were in the hub world in Delfina Plaza, you could just get stars doing or yeah, you get stars doing whatever you wanted. Yeah, very yeah. There was like maybe what four or five. There was a lot. Uh, I I just recently played it. I don't. I'm not gonna say a lot. There was some like. And there was like ten stars, ten ten shine sprites. And and, but but my point. That's as many as you get in any other area. Yeah, so it's kind of like a level in its own way, right? I guess you could say. Um, But my point was just saying that, like, uh, I think Galaxy, what they did was really cool because not Galaxy, sorry. Odyssey was cool by making every moment feel important, not just yeah a mission or you know like there's a there's some levels in Mario sixty four that literally take you fifteen minutes to get not even fifteen like maybe fifteen or more just to get to the star before you get a trade off and if you die somewhere in between that you gotta start all all the way over (laughs) but but pushed out of the painting. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, oh, I gotta go back in there. Let's do this, you know. So it's cool to have that that aspect. Um, but um, so the, the the point we were talking. Oh, oh, so it's funny we we're talking about we were talking about modern. Remakes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was gonna. The, the, it's funny y'all y'all went to the Odyssey and uh, Breath of the Wild, but uh, games that like almost reinvented themselves in within a series, I would say would be sixty four and Ocarina of Time. With that transition from 2D to 3D. Oh, to 3D. Like was, mm, yeah. Were, yeah. Same game, but like very different, you know? So I would say those are two more I could think of. It's funny. Someone put Sonic on this list. And I'm like, that's a series that has not been able to break into 3D. Nintendo has just done it effortlessly multiple times. Yeah. Not for sake know. of trying. Adventure, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I really Sonic Adventure 2. Two I enjoyed too. I like one and two, um, with Shadow. I, I don't, like it's hard because like I don't know if a part of it is just a they place, don't get it a place in time. Not that the games were good, <laughs> but that like this was the first games within the three D generation that were doing something different, so they felt great. You know what I mean? But I they think weren't they played great. on. They did better at playing on the strengths of the development team. Like the stuff you did in those games felt good, even though maybe the games themselves weren't very good. Mm, interesting. And so it's like what you what you did felt solid in those. While in Sonic 06 and now in recent <laughs> Frontiers, everything just feels wrong. And so that's what makes the game that's what makes the game terrible is that nothing feels right. Huh. So at least do one thing right, even if it's not the best 3D game, you know. It feels like it did the opposite of like when we were talking about Resident Evil, where like Resident Evil felt like it's evolved event, like yeah. oh, like new mechanic, new this, new that. Like Sonic was like Sonic Adventure one and two, people like that. Let's just keep doing that, but only that. <laughs> only that. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, Sonic to me. Did, did y'all play? Did y'all like the original Sonic format, like the two D versions? You know, I I played Sonic Mania when it came mm-hmm. out, and I beat the whole thing, but I didn't love it. I've never really been able to get into two D Sonic, to be honest. I, I see the appeal, but it's just never appealed to me. Okay, I thought it was just me because people always talked about how great Sonic Mania was, 
and I played it and I was like, oh, this is Sonic. You know? Yeah, I think if you like Sonic, then Sonic Mania is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But me, I'm, I think what that told me is like you just said, I don't really care for the for the, the formula. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Uh, yeah, I don't think I replayed any of the levels. I just did not feel the need. Yeah. yeah After the first level, I'm just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kind of run fast and then stop. And then run fast again. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, I, I ran fast in the wrong way. I need to do it again. I think I just never, maybe it's my fault. Maybe I never, maybe I would have enjoyed it better if I tried to think of the levels as like a map that I'm exploring. Mm. So you can like find, I just... I don't know. Everything just seems so random, and I'm like, I, mean, I want to. It it never. I never got into like the flow state. I thought that Sonic had like a flow state where you're like running. You can just you can just run and react. Yeah. But it felt like you had to have like an understanding of the map what to get coming. to that point. Yeah, like you have to do trial and error and like learn things. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. Oh, maybe that's not what in this it game was. at least. Maybe it was like rolling up the same feelings as like the Donkey Kong Country minecart levels. But it's mm. every level in Sonic. I'm feeling that way. But imagine, I hate those levels. But imagine, <laughs> but you hate those levels. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, in your mind, that gotta go fast is what you think you should be doing. But it's more like gotta go carefully. Like, <laughs> gotta go accurate. <laughs> accurately. Gotta go carefully. Gotta make decisions yeah. fast. <laughs> and it's almost like a game that's designed for like speedrunner types. Like once you get it then you could probably really experience yeah. it yeah but i think what you said kyle about about i think the comparison of donkey kong country misses what i'm trying to get at because i actually like those minecart levels mm. even though yeah there's some trial and error involved the point is that you should be able if you had quick enough reflexes you should be able to react yeah stay on you know to do it to do it all at once i don't like that in sonic i don't know what to do mm-hmm. and like i have to you know, I can't. I, it isn't just like, oh, I jumped when I shouldn't have, and I ran into an enemy that I didn't see on screen. It was, I I jumped when I shouldn't have, and I hit a bumper, and I went way off in the wrong direction, and uh, I don't know how to get back to where I like. I made the wrong choice. There was a there was a fork in the road, and I didn't understand that it was a fork, and I didn't know what would happen if I took this left path. You know, you know, that's a good point. Like. Yeah, I was gonna... with 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 the minecart there's just one path and you just you're either on it or you're not yeah and your timing's <laughs> yeah. good or your timing's bad and it's like right yeah now it's all skill you actually so one of the games i was going to put on here was Mega Man, but the reason mm. i didn't was because you though... forgot Mega Man soaks what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> nothing go ahead the reason i didn't is because i think it was a long-standing series but what's the last Mega Man game, right? Like the Mighty Number no. Nine, Mighty <laughs> Number no. Nine, that game. Um, like, I think it's one of those games that never found a way to translate to the next generation. Like, it's stuck in nostalgia in a way. Like every game, nine, ten, eleven, and I think twelve, are basically the same as they were in the past 2d doing the thing if anything they're more like sonic mania is to sonic right and sure one thing that i I, just occurred to me is that sonic is like mega man in the sense that mega man punishes you until you know the level right like y'all watch me do a recent run 
Like Ooh, once you painful. once you <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, but I'll do it again. One one thing that Mega Man teaches you is that you're going to die not from lack of skill, but from lack of knowing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I feel the same way about Sonic, but Sonic is less punishing. It's like you won't know how to do something right until you know how to do something right. You know? It's to me that's kind of or until you figure out all the ways to do it wrong to do it wrong oh that's the right way and i feel like that's what makes it not the most fun of a game now because we're kind of used to games being more well designed (laughs) yeah um and honestly that's what it is it feels like bad design yeah yeah like that was all they knew to do at the time and maybe there's also technical limitations, meaning, oh, I can't show you yeah. a whole bunch of stuff, and I can't do this. So it made sense. But yeah, nowadays it's just, I don't know. Maybe somebody will flame us for saying they don't like Sonic, but yeah. I mean, I'm like, people are probably out here like, you don't, you, you're a baby. You just need a game to hold, game to hold your hand. Mm. And I'm like, no. Like, I like hard games. But trial and error is not a game mechanic it's not fun you know having to repeat content over and over because i died <laughs> isn't fun you know like that's i i don't know like it's I, like, I mean, it's whatever, like, it's anyway. like some... difference between cheap and difficult there's yes. definitely a difference yeah it's like jump scares versus horror yes, true that's a good point it's like somebody coming from the industrial revolution and saying oh you guys have labor laws huh oh you guys are weak like we don't need labor yeah. laws <laughs> lose a few fingers that's just a part of the, that's you should have known better not to put your fingers in the machine like bro no that's not dude <laughs> i was watching again on youtube i was watching clips from zoolander and I was watching the scene. Have you guys seen Zoolander? Mm-hmm. Uh, Been a couple years, ago. but yeah, I've seen him pieces. Right, this, pieces of the scene where Will Ferrell's character is is uh, uh, conditioning Zoolander, and he's dressed in this really awful, like little boy, like German boy costume. And he's like, "I'm five years old. I want to work, but those nasty child labor laws <laughs> won't let me." Mm. And it shows like a little cartoon of like a kid working in a smelting oh factory gosh. and like a vat of lava pours down next to him. <laughs> and they draw like sparks like flying on the kid, but he's like smiling. Like, oh, jeez, <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember this. Yeah, I sure do miss those days. Like, get out of here, man. I don't. I don't. I don't miss those days. You have to kill the <laughs> prime minister of Malaysia. Ah! Like, I, Burn I, your skin off and put hair on your chest. Real man. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Donkey Kong Country was actually a, something I put on those lists because I'm like, there aren't a lot of games, not recently, but Tropical Freeze, I cannot say that I have beaten it. It definitely is not my favorite game and it kind of lost my interest, mm-hmm. but it feels like such perfect classic mm. Donkey Kong, Yeah, but it doesn't make me want to tear my hair out either. Yeah. That's a good sequel. They pretty much improved on everything they did in Donkey Kong Country Returns. Oh, that's true. I forgot about returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a great. It looks good. It looks good. It pl- it's it's sharp and clean uh, movement. It has bonkers music. So much fun. And this one has a funky mode. Funky. And it has funky mode because you know that actually is for babies who need to hold their hand. It is. <laughs> so I, I want to change the conversation briefly because I don't want. I want to make sure that we don't 
not talk about this on this episode. Kyle, I think you put on here, Just Dance. <laughs> and oh, yeah. And I think it deserves a little bit of a moment in the in the in the light. Yeah. Just Dance is in my, here's my take. Just Dance is an evergreen series for the same reason that Mario Party is. But I think what's Fair. unique about Just Dance is that in 2022, they're still releasing versions for the Wii. <laughs> yeah. I thought they stopped, but I keep hearing like, no, we're still doing this. Nice. <laughs> they are strong. They have a strong fan base who will not buy a new console. Which is, I don't know if it's old folks homes or if it's <laughs> like, who? Could be. Like, like you can't buy a Wii, right? Like, not a new one. Does anyone? Do we have any data on like what the sales are like on the for the week? <laughs> it's like seven. <laughs> are they selling physical copies? Are they printing CDs? I don't think they make them as people buy them. <laughs> <laughs> you get to go to the to the Just Dance pop up shop, and they got a little like vinyl or, like. Or you have to call. The like they they won't start <laughs> developing it until somebody calls them and says, "Hey, can you make another version for the week?" And they're like, "We weren't going to do it, Susan." But because you asked, we're on it. <laughs> Just for you. A single child tugs on the CEO's t- uh, coattail. And he's like, little Timmy, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> You'll have your game by Christmas. But I think that's like, I, I don't disagree with you, Steve, on the sense that it's kind of like Mario Party. And that you know what you're getting when you get into it. But it's more like Madden. Or like a FIFA. Oh yeah, that's probably that that's probably a better. It's more like the closer. update of the roster than it is the changing of the core gameplay. One hundred percent. Football is football. So has have any of us played Just Dance? Back in I have game. witnessed it being played. You've witnessed. I've played it. Just Dance like many times. Do Do you know enough to know like if anything changes other than the songs between? Uh, I played Just Dance the original because that was. I'd imagine the dance moves change. Well, the dances are per per song, aren't they? The choreography is, but I mean, like dance well, moves well, change. Let, let me tell you something about oh. Just Dance. First of all, fair. You know how the dance moves change, but honestly, and and this is all you have to do is stand still with the controller in your hand, the Wii Mote, and mm-hmm. just flick it <laughs> really hard. Waggle game strong. And you will get mm. a perfect on levels. Most levels. This, they, does the timing matter? <laughs> the timing matters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Timing definitely matters. They're just checking to see if you have a heartbeat. Yeah, like... Well, of course. You know, they don't have any sensors. They're, I mean, they, they have gyroscopes, like, internally. But, like, that's so limited, right? Like... No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. All they, I'm saying all they have is the one yeah, remote yeah. in your hand. They have no way to know what the rest of you is doing. I know. Does Just Dance even support Motion Plus? Yeah, I think the newer versions did. I don't... Surely. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) confident about that. I mean, I've definitely played one and two, maybe three. Like, Mm. I mean, fundamentally, as far as your question, Steve, yeah, the biggest difference between the games, at the time at least, because I haven't played them a long time, was from iteration one to two, was it a little bit better, right? Like, the UI is a little bit better. Like, there's some, you know, overall tweaks. Um, but yeah, it's a new game. New, I mean, new music. Like music that's more of the t- time. Or of the time, right? right? Like modern. modern. Yeah, more modern music. So, because there's no way. I mean, maybe the newer versions, you could. it's just downloading music packs. 
I don't know. I don't were know. they the ones who made the the dance mode on the Star Wars Connect game? Do you remember that when oh, they made dance the writing Central? solo? I'm Han Solo. I'm Han, Han Solo. Solo. I think that was Dance Central. Oh, that was somebody else. That was Dance Central, which, from what I understand, they're still making games as well. Um, for the con, not for the, the connect. connect. I don't know yeah, what they're was... making it for, but I saw that they. I don't know if it was the one game, one of the like showcases recently in the last two years. I saw Dance Central, and I said, "What is that even running on?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know i'm not sure about dance central wait does, is dance now, now you got me really questioning does dance what, what's the game we're even talking about just dance just dance is it on anything other than the wii yeah it's on switch yeah it's it's on switch it's and probably other consoles yeah, it's probably on ps4 because they have the move controllers and stuff do they oh, okay i guess the five doesn't have move controllers I mean, you can use the move controllers on it. Oh, you can? Uh-huh. I actually have been recently. Really? What have you been playing? Just dance. Oh. <laughs> He's just been dancing. Wait, I've been, been playing um, Iron Man VR. Oh, for the VR. That's right. I keep forgetting that they have the VR headset. So, yes, yes, yes. Uh, PlayStation VR 2. Well, Iron Man VR? Huh? What? Does it make you feel like Tony Stark? Yes, actually. Like, you, there are portions where you just play as him, and so you see his scrawny little arms whenever you're moving around. <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I took some video. I actually put it in the uh, in the folder. Uh, oh, I didn't, really? I, I didn't watch looked, any of the any of the video. I haven't looked in a while. I didn't think I'll, I'll, I just converted all of it blind. I'll warn you that some of it is a little bit disorienting because it is, it is VR, so you're seeing my perspective. It, oh, okay. Well, yeah, so... No, no, but the PSVR 2 has the more like the haptic touch like the more modern vr headsets so it doesn't use the the what's it called the sticks right i guess so i don't have that one i mean the vr2 isn't out yet i don't think yeah so nobody knows nobody knows hopefully i mean i would imagine conversation is something crazy with yeah i feel like just dance games like i put dance dance revolution on there once i saw just dance because I know Dance Dance Revolution hasn't... Well, I don't know. I don't think they've made an iteration for console in a long time. But... PC arc- players only, baby. <laughs> like, arcades. Dance Dance Revolution oh, yeah. is there. And I remember playing Dance Dance Revolution for the PlayStation 2 and using the pad. Man, <laughs> talk about getting sweaty. Stomping on your hardwood stomping floor. Stomping and, like... <laughs> yeah. it, it was so much fun, but... Break your ankles. You I would. feel like when I have Paper kids, thin. when I have kids, I'm gonna find a way to get Dance Dance Revolution because I think it's worth the the foolish. You can still buy it. Yeah, eBay. But the pad, the pad, and yeah, you can buy the pads. I don't know how or where. <laughs> you're dying. getting it secondhand, and it's gonna have stains on it. Yeah, it's gonna be an Etsy. Like somebody on Etsy will make it for you. Like, oh, I made make a, pad a new one. And in if it comes to that, you should just make. And your then own it's gonna be made out of solid wood. No, it's just gonna be. A pad, but it's just gonna have a PlayStation Five controller in the center of it, <laughs> and then you're just like stomping on that constantly, like, oh my gosh! You're like, yeah, it's close enough. I don't remember it being this bad on your feet. <laughs> oh, One hundred and seventy dollars. So I guess you know we're getting close. To, we we should probably wrap up here. So y'all throw out your any any 
honorable mentions that you want to talk about before we end of series that were like that you you just felt like had to be said before we end ended today. Ooh, uh, Pokemon Steel Kyle's. Oh, okay. He stole mine. So got him. Kyle's. Yeah, steal mine. Go ahead. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Well done. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I I said this, but I don't know. And I said I wasn't sure if it counted, but I feel like they don't exist anymore. But I wanted to just say Telltale Games, like mm, all rest of their, in peace. their Batman's and uh, gosh, they made a whole bunch of ones. Batman, Walking Dead, uh, somebody they made a Borderlands one that I heard was great. Borderlands. Oh snap! Do Lego like, Lego games? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Matter of fact, somebody yeah. was just telling me that the no, newest. I, the newest the Lego one. games were Tall Tale. <laughs> <laughs> Different company, but good job of remembering the Lego games. <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody was just telling me one of the newer Lego games is just so good. They're like... I don't yeah, know the Star how... Wars one. Yeah, the Star Wars one. It's like, how are they still good? <laughs> like, like, we should Bro. be done here. So I think that's they me. have they have a winning formula. They, they should have been. That's an honorable mention. The Lego games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think they did. Yeah, but definitely. I take I take back Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I go with Lego because <laughs> remember they made like what was it Lego Island? Oh, like the 90s? I had Lego oh, Island as a child. Lego that junk was, was so, so good. Bro, I did not understand Bye. how to catch the villain. Oh, the pizza, I wasted the, so the, many the, donuts the pizza and pizzas uh, with the pizzas. The pizza copper yeah. copter dog. I remember my friend had it at his house, and that's all I would think about. When I knew I was going to his house, I was like, how can we get to Lego Island? Like, what way can we convince his parents? the only reason why you were friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can we convince his parents to let us use the computer? Because they limited our computer <laughs> time. It's like, I just got to play Lego Island. Like, That's the game we should play. <laughs> if, we do a save, if we do a save, uh, like a, a combined save game, <laughs> like a stream or something. That's what we should do. I feel do. like Lego Island is one of those games where it's like, don't meet your heroes. Like you just, you just kind of like remember. <laughs> remember, just, it's perfect for us. It's just perfect. remember it as it was. Don't, don't be like, ooh, this game is trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, I can't remember. Um, I did that with uh, Aladdin on the Super Nintendo. Mm, mm, Shouldn't that, have done it. I feel like that game is hard. I feel like any Super Nintendo game is gonna make that game was hard, son. That's true. It was really hard. Like. Super hard. That and Lion King were like two of the hardest games I've ever played. Like, extremely difficult. Um, Ooh, that was back when you had to rent games. We should talk about that one time. Oh, man. OG. Renting games. OG. Good stuff. Uh, The game I wanted to put on there, funny enough, we talked about it more recently Mass Effect. I think. Mm. Uh, Andromeda, specifically. (laughs) Specific. (laughs) Only. The modern unboot. Only Andromeda. And then go straight to Anthem because you need both of those games to <laughs> understand what a real good space conflict feels like. But really, Mass Effect only made three games, but I feel like they stand for such a long time. And it, even though they said, we're never going to make it, they said like, oh, we're done with making them. I never felt that was true. I was like, nah, you're making more. Andromeda came, fail. And now they're making they a new one. They should have stuck to their guns. Well, they're making a new one. So, um, and this one looks more like a you know, back to what it used to be, what so it should have learned. been. Yeah. It seems like they have a budget. Mm, important. Because Mass Effect needs a big budget. You got to have like 5,000 voice actors. <laughs> right. 
Or one guy who could do like 5,000 voices. <laughs> oh, let's call Justin Roiland. Does he, he's really good at making lots of voices. He's the he's Rick and Morty. Mm. He has two oh voices. Oh my gosh! It's Rick if and I hear man, <laughs> 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 he would just be swapping back and forth. Like it's like he's literally just the same. <laughs> it's yeah, his I saw voice a compilation. <laughs> I yeah, exactly. I saw I saw a compilation of all the like characters that Justin Rowland has done, <laughs> and every single one of them was Morty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Except 100%. for Rick. They're only Morty. It's it's kind of like Lin-Manuel. Like, Lin-Manuel, if you ever hear him on anything, it's Lin-Manuel. Like, it's just yes. like, like, you can't. You can't. You can't. Well, it depends on if he's, it depends on if he uh, is reading his own material or not. Because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like everything he writes has the same, like, rhythm. Yes, 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 yes. That kind of hip I want to hear him put on a voice. Who, Lin? Yeah. It's not possible. I- that man can't do it. <laughs> not possible. <laughs> can you make your voice deeper? No. Yeah, I can do it. Okay, make it higher. I can do it. <laughs> like Lynn, that's just you. Or, or you know, you know another person who can't really do another voice. Uh, it's the dude. I think uh, he has like a very deep voice, and he always uh-huh. is like a big dude in shows. Uh, oh, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, like, is oh, it, he plays Joe. He, that guy, Joe from Family Guy. Yes. Huh? He was he was Kronk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe from Family Guy. Yeah, him. Yeah, like, that's Patrick yeah, Warburton. Yeah. That's, that's Patrick yeah, Warburton. Him. He's just like, oh, <laughs> that's him. But he, I mean, I don't, I know it's him, but he doesn't take me out of the moment. But like, no, but no. Morty, his voice is so Morty good. I love it. Destroys me. Like <laughs> if I hear Morty on something, I'm like, I can't. Like speaking of uh, speaking of the blacklist, uh, James Spader has one of those voices. You're just like, oh, it's him. Like, all, uh, I think we were like halfway through the third or fourth mm-hmm. episode. We've been watching recently, me, me and my wife. Mm. And she's like, oh, was, she was like, look, she always is just looking up stuff mm-hmm. when we watch things. And she's like, oh, he played Ultron. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I told you this already. Like he's just that guy. He's um, great. Yes. That succulent voice as he rips your arm off. And, and I know I'm 100% sure we've talked about this before, but I want to give a shout out to my boy, Mark Hamill. Because Mark Hamill to me is My one of the Mark. best yeah. voice actors. Yeah, like ev- he actually has voices. Like, yeah, though. he has voices. He's so it's like true. I when when it just to this day like it's hard for me to realize that Mark Hamill was Joker. Like I'm like that was Mark Hamill. Like it Bro, still doesn't make sense to me. He's also the new Skeletor. Man, hey, shout out to Mark Hamill. You can only hear you can only hear it sometimes. But <laughs> he does it. Shout out to Mark Hamill. You know Hamill. who who also unfortunately can't change their voice. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt wasn't built for this. He wasn't built for this. <laughs> yeah, no one needed it. I do not understand why they went for the all cat, like the Mario, uh, the all star cast from Mario. They why? why did, they did Mark, Chris Pratt didn't ask for this. He was just like, "Look, I'm I'm funny. I'm people like me. Just let me be Chris Pratt. Like, just leave me alone." <laughs> it's like I mean, Jack Black was a great pick. Yes. Keegan. I think so. It's, I think he was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, Keegan. Keegan, I feel like, is a waste, at least for the trailer, because they pitch shifted him so hard. He actually sounds like Toad. I'm like, what's the point? The, who, who I'm surprised is not in there somewhere, and maybe they are, is Maya Rudolph. I feel like she's in so many different random shows, like animated shows. She has a very distinct voice, but like, she does. But she's, she can range it a little bit, a little bit. But I like her as a voice actor in most things that she's in. 
Um, so I, I'm surprised she she and like Keegan and like certain people when I I'm like oh like where's Maya Rudolph like she should be in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's part of the club, yeah. you know. Um, so cool. Well, we literally just went off topic super hard toward the end here, but um, yeah, good 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 way wrap it up <laughs> as you do. You know, um, we covered a whole bunch of series like. Good luck trying to remember what we talked about, but hey, <laughs> it was a blast. I, there's so many good games. I feel like I'm really happy Lego came up in the end because that's that deserved to be on this list um, for sure. Yeah, we should have talked about it. Earlier. I mean, it's weird because like the gaming industry is growing so much, um, has grown so much over the years, and there's these games like Splatoon or Fortnite or you know whatever who haven't l- made their way into the long standing like game list but i'm very interested in like five years like will they be the next you know mario mm-hmm. the next whatever grand theft auto arms um do you say arms <laughs> oh my <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. Arm, that game was a mistake arms man if somebody was like yeah this game gonna be fire we're gonna have sequels man this gonna make my career uh <laughs> it was supposed to be like a system uh, seller, and it's just man. oh that reminds uh, me you brought up one two switch earlier. That should have been with the switch. Yeah, yeah, that should have been a package. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm sure. still mad because I haven't played the game because of it. I'm not paying sixty bucks for that. Absolutely. I'm not gonna do it. And you know, Nintendo. It's not sixty bucks, is it? Is it thirty bucks? It was sixty I when I looked at it. But that was like when the switch. Bruh, finally came. I thought it was okay. Maybe that's why I don't like, have Nintendo it. Nintendo <laughs> does not drop prices for games. It's true. Like I'm not talking about dropping prices. I was. I thought it. Oh was no, no, no! It was game. a full game price from the jump. Yeah. yeah, that's dumb. Oh. Nine ninety nine <laughs> should have been for free. We need we need Steam to have a conversation with Nintendo and say, "Look, it's time for a, a sale." Like ninety five percent off. <laughs> you know. Um, so anyway, uh, games are great. We love them. I know you do too. So keep playing them. We'll keep playing them forever. Um, but you know, thank you so much for listening. Of course, I got to thank the brothers themselves. Uh, thank you, Kyle. For, uh, Always a l- pleasure, sir. your voice, uh, your distinct voice. Um, yes. And uh, thank you as well, sir. Oh, oh sorry. Glasses, uh, glasses, Stevie, <laughs> for, <laughs> for uh, lending your voice as well. We're grateful. De nada. Ooh, de nada. Uh, indeed. He's behind me. He's everywhere. Um, and uh, you know, thank y'all for letting me be here on the show. I'm always excited. Yes. To be thank part you, of- sir. Bradstone. We're gonna let you this one time. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'll take what I can. Don't get. press your luck. Um, and of course, thank you to our super agile nation, to our brothers and sisters out there in the world. Hey, happy New Year, happy holidays. I hope your beginning of the year has been great, and we are so happy to have you here. We're going to the next stage of the show, and man, if if we keep this up, we'll be at two years of making this show come wow. in the summer. Uh, so we're just gonna keep doing what we do. It's just a blast. We like talking. Seems like a good stopping you know. point. You know? Yeah, we, we just, we're done. We're finished. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't make it. But really, thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, you can find us everywhere. If you don't know where to find us, just search us on Google, Super Agile Bros, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We're everywhere. Of course, Apple Podcasts. And Sp- I already said Spotify. So please just listen to us everywhere. Share with your friends, family, and those who might like to have content. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. Y'all make this possible. Well, no, we make it possible. No, I'm kidding. Y'all, y'all, make, y'all really make this uh, a joy to do. And uh, 
we're gonna continue doing this as long as uh uh time allows so uh thank y'all shout out to the patreons <laughs> shout out to the patreon supporters <laughs> out there using them ebooks uh, we really appreciate <laughs> why don't they just call them patrons why do they say patreon supporters because patreon probably says you have to say our full name every time you mention us or you're done in your contract <laughs> <laughs> or you're done done you'll never be patronized in this town again um, so yes shout out to our patreon supporters and our patrons we appreciate y'all. And until next time, y'all take it easy. Peace. Stop patronizing me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>